Now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now's the fucking time! Everybody, Jim and Sam are here. I was thinking about I hate to ask honestly we're all just dust in the wind okay that's so dumb <laughs> I disagree I think it's a good no. thought no it's would you close your eyes yeah. only for a second only for a second yeah yeah the moment's gone ah that came on my f- phone and I just thought how douchey people would use that as a quote but it's a great song yeah it's one of the best songs of all time I like the Will Ferrell version I don't remember that one. He sings it in old school when Blue dies. No. You're my boy, Blue. I know who remembers that scene. I bet you were a big old school guy. Oh, absolutely. I, <laughs> yeah. I actually I, I had to sing that song in front of the uh, entire cafeteria my freshman year of college. We, ironically, or they for make real, for real? Um, part of our hazing for football was they make oh, they make you all were the hazed. all the freshmen <laughs> jock yeah all the freshmen have to have to individually get up and serenade the female athletes when they show up for their preseason yeah that I mean isn't that the moment we're happened to a pine cone in the asshole what kind of good natured fucking <laughs> hazing is that they went woke hand them a muffin tee <laughs> He's indoctrinated by the liberal yeah. school system. How about a real hazing? Yeah, Duct do- tape on the shitter. 2003. <laughs> so- sodomy was no, no longer allowed. Yeah, right. It wasn't the good old days anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's that? have fun. What was, what was the one where they shoved the pine cones in the hiney? You heard that one, right? Uh, that happens. You get one of those in the New York Post every few months. Yeah. Some like lacrosse team somewhere. Yeah. They hazed in old school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking how douchey it would be to write, we're all just dust in the wind, and then put a dash and put your name. Uh, isn't that <laughs> douchey that is you miss 100% of the shots you don't take dash Wayne Gretzky uh, dash Michael Scott <laughs> it's a good song though I mean Dust in the Wind is a great song but it's but like, it also reminds me that a lot of douchey people would think to say that what's the and, perfect song like it's just enough depth that the most shallow of people can find depth in that's it. right you that's know, right. that's what it is. It's like you're not a deep thinker here. No, yeah. listen to the words. No, I got it. Yeah, it's very... It's on the nose. The guy who wrote it is intelligent, but... 100%. But yeah, I mean, for you to discover the hidden message in Dust in the Wind is not yeah. the most striking emotional intelligence I've ever seen. No, I know. You know, We, we all got it. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that makes it a good song. Yeah. Everybody understands. It really resonates with the highest thinkers and the biggest fucking dopes. Right. It's one of those songs that if somebody plays it at a funeral, 
you go, oh man, I'm at the funeral of an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, no. The, the, the person who just died, their family are idiots. Pos uh, right. Either the person said, I want this plate at my funeral, and that person is a buffoon, or yes, their family yeah. are idiots, and they've spoiled the funeral. Hopefully they get haunted. Looking for a song that they think will move everybody. Right. It's like, yeah, it's a song. Like, of course, this is the song to play. Could you not have anything? Yeah. That connects more. This connects to anybody dying ever. That's right. It's dust in the wind. Right. Especially if you cremate them. It's literally that's what they are. We thought we'd play the song. Yeah. Because he was cremated. Yeah. He is dust. Yeah. Dust in an urn, but. Right on a windy day. <laughs> no, that's good. Yep. That's good. Just thought of it. No, that's good. That's good. Sean Donnelly texted me last night. This is this is what I deal with in my life. And I love Sean Donnelly. He's the best. I liked him when he was on the show the other day. But I, I'm, I have not been sleeping well. At uh, 11.42 p.m., sure. I think we are pretty close to full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> pretty close. Well, I mean, if Sean Donnelly says it. He's big, yeah. Well. It's probably true. <laughs> Is it a light? Did you respond? Yeah, I, said, I hope you're you right. Did. You yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. <laughs> I love that. It's almost midnight, and he's just thinking, I better tell Jim. I think we're pretty close to full disclosure. Yeah. I, I, think, it'll, I think if we get full disclosure, it'll be mainly lies. Who knows? We'll see. See, Madonna's in the hospital. Shout out. She all right? She's fine. She's, she's a material girl. Someone of a weird viral infection. They said she was non-responsive. She actually, uh, uh, she doesn't appreciate the irony of being in the hospital because they pl keep playing Weird Al Yankovic's Like a Surgeon, and she doesn't find it funny. Oh, understandable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess she had a bacterial infection. They said she's going to make a full recovery, but... Uh, non-responsive. What is she, she on a plane to Sweden? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, she was non-responsive. I mean, she's unconscious, right? Yeah, that's what happens, if you're, especially if you're flying. Yeah. And they can't revive you. There's nothing they can do. If you're on, You mean if you're on a plane? Yeah. If yeah. you head to Sweden, they're going to shoot back to Teterboro? I guess. The material girl was intubated for at least one night before having the tube removed. And she is now alert and recovering. When I fell, was it controversial? No, Madonna, just get better. Yeah. Just get better, baby. Madonna's longtime manager says that she developed a serious bacterial infection, which led to a several-day stay in the ICU. Sources tell us the Queen of Pop is now out of the ICU. She's still under medical care. A full recovery is expected. Here's a question. I know Troy's wondering it, too. she vexed? <laughs> oh, is she? Remember her video? Oh, yeah. It doesn't care if you're rich or poor, black or white. That's right. She really did. That was the dust in the wind. Yeah. No, I mean, I found it very helpful. Of, of the pandemic. Very helpful that Madge went out there oh, and man, put I never, herself on the line. It's the great equalizer. The great equalizer. Yeah, I never realized that. We know that. You are surprised to find that out. Yeah. <laughs> None of us are shocked that you no. can die. <laughs> exactly. We, we knew that. We're we here. don't think you're immortal. No, we knew that. I can't believe it. We can. I hate flowers in a tub. <laughs> I hate it. Is it generality? It, it sucks. I'd rather I'd rather fucking sit in with tub girl put in a tub. <laughs> tub girl. That was diarrhea. <laughs> 
You'd rather have diarrhea in the tub than flowers. I'd rather have diarrhea just shooting out of an asshole like a geyser yeah. than flowers. Coop, you know about Tub Girl? Are the kids up? Oh, these, that's an old school yeah, reference. Yeah, these kids yeah. aren't up on the on the OG. Coop's twenty two. I, I get it. Yeah, look up Tub Girl. It was a very famous. Do that, <laughs> you have to. You know who Tub Girl is? But what, what type of? What, are we communists? Yeah, no, Eric. That's a good point. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I think we are at the point where there should be college courses on meme history. Yes, yeah, just to get Jim Norton's jokes. That's right. I mean, half of my shit is Mosh Girl. <laughs> <laughs> do you know Mosh Girl? Ah, uh, yeah. It was more interesting. Have you ever heard of Rick Rolling? No. No, you don't Come know. On. Rick Rolling's not even Rick that Rolling. long ago. I know. Coop is also like... Coop seems a bit stupid. Well, he's dumb. <laughs> he is dumb, I think. So you got to keep that in mind. What's that? Coop's dumb. Oh, Like, he's not just like enough. a typical 22-year-old. Oh. Travis is onto something here. I mean, he brought us that audio last week. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's dumb. So... <laughs> You know, so it's not just like I let's forgot get the, about that audio. Right, let's yeah. not. It's not just let's get the perspective from like you know the, the youth. young youthful generation. It's, right. Help! It's also like, hey, Coop, what are the idiots saying about this? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I, get I didn't it. mean to speak in such generalities. I'm yeah. sorry. There were a couple classes I was put in high school where I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I was in this crowd. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure, extra time. Circle I, paper? Yeah. <laughs> and they say get to the back of the bus, there's only three seats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. More teachers than students. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was because I was gifted and just needed special care. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I need extra time on my test because I'm a big thinker. Yeah, why am I in the class with the guy who who bites other students? Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Why is my classmate screaming for no yeah. apparent reason? He's scratching his face with both hands. <laughs> we had an idiot like that. Fucking school. We used to like if you blow on him, if you blow in his face, he would go stop bothering me. And he'd scratch his face. The kids would never blow at him to. To bother him, would they? It, it was literally, it was, it was like we were a bunch of fucking human fans <laughs> just trying to get him to scratch his face. I mean, you gotta, and he would scrape all the cheese off his pizza. You got to know that as a parent. Yeah. And it's got to drive you crazy. Like, you know you're sending your kid into this place where it's like, all you want to do is take care of your kid at home. And you know it's just going to be a whole day, every day, of 30 kids in a classroom blowing in your kid's face. <sighs> And driving him nuts. Drove him nuts. It's going to be torture. Not every that anybody day. would like that, but he was just like scratched with both hands. No, that's where homeschooling has to happen. Sure. Because <laughs> the only thing that's going to happen in a public school is the kids are going to find out there's something that drives your child nuts. Yeah. And they're going to never stop doing it to them until they graduate. Yeah. And then, but then there'll always be the kid who is really fucked up in a wheelchair, like with like little teeny skinny legs, that everyone would be nice to. He'd be the mascot. Yeah, like yeah. people would, like even bullies couldn't fuck with, like. No, there's you levels. Just, you couldn't. Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna mess with those kids. No, but if you, because if, if, if you're a bully and you did, then the jocks would kick, the, like the, right. everyone yeah. would turn against you. But if it's just blowing in his face and he reacts. Who do they and they're, the that's, they're different no, kids. No, 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 no. They're different, different kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the other kid had both legs, just scratched his face a lot. Right. His legs were the fucking, <laughs> Award winning. Yeah, because you look at a kid in a wheelchair and you go, well, there's nothing that kid could do about that. That's horrible. Yeah. But like the kid you blow in his face who has full control of his legs, you go, what's he doing that for? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It? Plus it was a different time. It, it's a different, yes, it was. It's a time. You, Travis, claimed it was a more innocent time. Oh, yeah. You know what? It was a more innocent time. I would claim that it was a, a far more destructive time. You regret things you may have done? 
Should have done it. Looking back, '90s <laughs> shot culture brought out the worst in all. Of it us. did. It was it was the era of Jerry Springer. I it remember tormenting a kid through a window, and he had many special needs. Um, <laughs> all of his needs were quite special. <laughs> but I, but I know I was like younger than twelve. It was like it was right. like with my friend. It was like before. I, I remember where I was. It was in Edison. Right. And like uh, your moral I, compass hadn't yet been established. You know, when you're a kid. You don't give a fuck. No, you have no Fucking idea. 1978. I mean, you were dumping. Flaming furniture onto highways. That was after. That was when I moved. <laughs> but I forgot about this kid. Yeah. Coop, did you know he did that? What? That's not an exaggeration or like a metaphor. I was thirteen. We were just we would just vandalize things. It was cute. Did you ever light a couch on fire and drop it off the back of a We picture? tried to do that. You were hoping a moving car would hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's Macaulay Culkin in the good son. I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's problematic even for the era. Yeah, you're probably right. You don't think about that stuff though when you're doing it. Like, no, kid, it's just like funny. You're, it, not only are you invincible, but there's no way anything you do could possibly have serious ramifications. No, there's no consequences for anything. No. But you want to feel like you have, there's a ripple effect. Like, you want to feel like, wow, I moved the needle. Something happened oh, because so of what I did. Oh, I just, we used to stuff I, to get laughs. I was with you. Like, <laughs> yeah. there was no, no, no there's but, no tomorrow. There's no right. consequences. Nothing matters except this is kind of funny. Like, let's throw ice balls at cars. Yes. Not because oh. we want to like hurt somebody. Because it's funny. Because it's funny. Look at the yeah. ice just hit the car. Yeah. Right. And when they, the, but the, whereas he, you, you were like, I'm gonna be somebody. <laughs> no, I didn't want anybody to die. But <laughs> I'm gonna cause a ten car pileup. Yeah. And they're gonna remember my yeah. name. Yeah. Like right. when we were kids. I remember being like no, seven or eight years old. We were standing on Route One, uh -huh. and we just had bricks, and we were just throwing them <laughs> at fucking cars <laughs> from the shoulder of the road. I'll never forget that we were. There was a little hill that would go up. To Route One North, or was it? It was, uh, yeah, Route One North. Just flinging bricks. No, dude, we had like rocks and bricks, and we were just standing there, like the cars were in full view, and as they they drove by, we were just throwing them at the car. There's no one. We weren't hiding. No. I get that, but you were doing it because you wanted something to happen. Well, we bricks, ran away though. when a car stopped. Bricks is bricks is tough. It That's was rough. I, I have vague memories of running away from an adult chasing us. Oh, I mean, you probably have a lot of vague memories. Yeah, 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 and we hid somewhere. I don't For remember reason. Dim yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and sometimes they caught him. Yeah, sometimes bricks weren't involved. Yeah, yes. and then yeah, sometimes he caught yes. him, and the memories would escape forever. <laughs> They'd be replaced by other things. Yeah. Yeah, no, more that's innocent time. That no, but one of the things that I truly love about you is that nobody can, like, there is no if if Travis tells a story from when he was a kid, I can tell a story from when I was a kid. And then Mike can tell a story from when he was a kid. But then you come in and it's like, well, there's no, there's no comparing. I don't even think that's this that crazy. Throwing bricks into I a guess highway? It's, a very, it's very like antisocial as a kid. It's wild. At seven? I, we were very young, yeah. Um, but, but this guy's Throwing guy furniture off the back of a truck? I was, I was in my truck. I was older. I was 13. But there was, uh, you hear stories about people now that will like throw a shopping cart off a fucking overpass and they kill somebody. Like, I get it. Like, you're doing something that you, you know has consequences. But it, it it's not a tangible thing. Like you don't think that's going to happen. You're thinking big picture consequence, not how will this affect the person that gets hit by the right. Place. You're just thinking like, oh, oh my god, that was so crazy. Like you, you're not thinking right. like, oh no, they're going to have a family that has to deal with them getting hurt. Like, it, it doesn't occur to you. Well, yeah, when you're a kid, you don't realize everybody else also is a person with a life. Yeah, that has their own existence that that's you're why interfering with. That's why a 15 year old with a pistol is scarier than a 30 year old. Yes, with a pistol. Yes. I mean they might both kill you, but the younger guy like has much of a less a concept of 
I'm going to get caught and go to prison. And by the time you get to 30, you realize that you have life ahead of you. When you're at 15, there's no, like, you you don't figure out that you have decades in front of you until much later. Yeah. Yeah. Just a boy. Just a boy. Which is why social media is so dangerous for kids. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't have that when I was a teenager. Do you think you would have done... Just a melodramatic douche. Right. Oh. You think it would have been embarrassing to hum- dig up old tweets? Humiliating. Yeah. Oh, look what I said in 1984. You would have put out your own imagined video during the pandemic? I understand the devil. I am him. (laughs) (laughs) How great would it have been to find the devilish tweets of young Jim Norton? (laughs) Oh, what a little cunt. (laughs) You would have. It would have been verses from the satanic Uh, Bible. Just a complete fool. Would have been awesome. Yeah. Jim sold his soul to the devil when he was a boy. You know, yes. I was not always this nice. I was an evil boy. (laughs) (laughs) He signed a contract to the devil in blood and taped it to his bedroom door. And we have photographic evidence of this. It really happened. It's, you know. What? What? See right here? It says Jim That's not my fist, by the way. (laughs) I pledge my soul to Satan. (laughs) Yeah. I had to be literal. That's the best way to do it. Was that in in Sharpie? No, it wasn't. What was it? How'd you do it? I cut myself with a razor. <laughs> at least it's your blood. Thank you very much. No, at least yeah. it was my blood. Cooper, yeah, don't normalize this. At least, I, at least I didn't take a. At least I didn't take a tamp out of my mother's bathroom. <laughs> no, <it's great. laughs> Blotting it like an, like a like a quill in ink. Yeah, like a big stinky pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his parents had to. Walk past that every day. That's his yeah. bedroom in his parents' house. You can see the Aussie side on the door was covering up a hole. How'd you make the hole? Did you Andy know. Bernard your fist through the door? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Thin doors. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Edison? That was North Brunswick. North Brunswick. Yeah. They called him the devil of Jersey. They didn't. Yeah, yeah. You don't think so? No, but I would have loved it if they did. I know. They called you the dandruff of Jersey. No, what they called me, you can't say now without getting in trouble. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You had a reputation in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> you grew up with Twitter. Oh yeah. Did you have? Uh, did you? Did you have your social media monitored by your parents? No, not at all. Oh, really. that's terrible. Not that's, at all, like, that's the problem too. Is yeah. that for the first generation of kids like uh, Cooper, who grew up with social media, their parents didn't grow up with it. Right. So they didn't know like. We, I feel like, like Travis and I didn't necessarily grow up with it, but we were in our 20s when it started. Like, we're kind of young enough to know. Yeah. Yeah, you got to watch this stuff. But your parents wouldn't have been no, young enough to know all. that. Yeah. Like, I remember. It's just a foreign thing. In middle school, we were like, I remember at points we were making fake Tinders to mess with people. Like, Aww, that's the way. That's their love life, Cooper. <laughs> They're looking for love. Sam, you would have done the exact same thing. I probably would have. I like, did make a John Bastow MySpace. Pretend, no, yeah. I made a John Bastow. Remember John Bastow, Fitness Made Simple? Oh, of course, yeah. I, I made a MySpace for him. I mean, you could, and you could also, you could use AIM to do that back in our day. It yeah, was a little like, more, you had to be a little craftier. I did pretend I was Goldust on America Online. Yeah. Yeah, I did do that. Yeah, when I was in sixth grade, I would go on into America Online chat rooms and tell people I was Goldust. I feel bad. For I think you just did that because you wanted to be Goldust. I did. I was. I don't think you wanted to fool people. I was LARPing as yeah. Goldust. The uh, I, feel- I wasn't. I wasn't like, hey, I'm Goldust. Send me money. I was like, hey, I'm Goldust. Isn't that great? Yeah. Ask me questions. <laughs> ask me questions about my wrestling. Yeah. AMA. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they. Uh, I feel bad for like teenagers. Like they. There's been a few like teenagers. 
who have gotten caught in these scams where they think they're talking to a girl and then they send a naked picture yeah. and they're so humiliated because they get threatened with exposure that they kill themselves. Like, they, you know what I mean? Because it just seems like the end of the world. Like, oh my God, my fucking family will send it to your family on Facebook you and don't, they commit suicide. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it goes back to that thing of not, you don't have a, a scope of the big picture yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's one family that they're like, they're trying to find the I guys. Found them. Oh, the Nigerians? Do they, you're talking about the Nigerians that did this? No, I. this was recently where they taunted the family after. Oh, and they said he, them. Okay. he begged us mm-hmm. not to release these. I was talking about this guy. Charged in sextortion suicide. Oh, no, I didn't know about that. Yeah, did yeah, did yeah. they push him to kill himself? or did No, he... this is a similar story where like he was you know, tricked into thinking that he was sending like a uh, naked photo to a girl then they asked for they demanded money he sent them like all he had which was like 50 bucks or something and they wanted more or they were going to send the photos to like his family and his friends and like he shot himself in his room overnight like wow yeah. and those guys were only 22 20 and 19 <clears throat> they were young guys so it's, you know so you're dealing with someone in your, your kind of your age group but these other ones uh, they taunted yeah. the family after, and they're like, yeah. he begged yeah. for his life. Yeah. And it's like, you hope they find these guys. There are, there are times where the cartels just handle things properly. Like, they, they really are. There are people who deserve to have their face cut off with a fucking sharp knife. But these guys are being charged with uh, sexually extorting more than 100 young men and teenage boys. Oh, wow. Are they, they're in Nigeria. Or are they here in Nigeria? They were arrested right in Nigeria and are awaiting extradition Oof. to the U.S. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Stuff like that should be really, really... It's really scary. A lot of prison time. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to stop. Anyone who steals your private shit, like, I fucking hate those guys that, like, hack in and steal people's shit. Like, there should be horrible prison sentences for that. This isn't even stealing, though. No, 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 but I'm saying anybody who's doing stuff where they're trying to take your private life and hurt you with it publicly, like, it's just disgusting. It's the worst. Yeah. So your parents didn't monitor your social media? No, no. I think I had Instagram from when I was in fifth grade. Oh, my God. Which now, looking back on it, I'm like, that's Oh, my God. Long. It's a yeah. terrible idea. That's fine. Riley's had Instagram since then. But, but we monitor private, it. And monitor it, private account, I'll bet. And, I mean, she has wiped it clean so many times. Like, the kids do that now. They just, like, wipe everything. They don't nothing, care. Nothing's permanent. And they just permanent. start over again. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? She's what like, about oh, your, I'm just starting over. What about your memories? And she's like, what are you... What are you old? What are you? What are you a boomer? Hey, no. Thanks for the memories, boomer. <laughs> or that might be nature's way. That, that like you know how like fucking every animal adjusts. That might be kids' ways of adjusting to the fact that someone's gonna dig it up in ten years and destroy you no, with it. That's not why she's doing it. No, I'm saying everything's just disposable now. R- right, you but know? no one's. You figure like in the digital age they would save everything, and it's almost like everyone's getting rid of everything now. Like nope, just wipe it clean, wipe it clean. I think it's because there's so much stuff. Like you know, the, it, they don't think of it like like you and I do. Memories. Like, yeah, like, she's not thinking of it as, maybe not. as memories. She's definitely not thinking of it as, I should wipe all these track photos because, you know, they might be dug up. Not though. Years. No, no, I don't mean it's literally like, fuck it. her yeah, photos. Like, fuck it, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm bored of this. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, let me redesign my profile. Yeah, because like... Start th- over. Yeah. She didn't have where you would buy a disposable camera because you deliberately wanted to take a photo so you could capture a memory go get it developed and go like, okay, this is the photo from the time I did this. It's just like, you're taking 100 photos a day. You're never yeah. looking them up again. You're not backing anything up to a hard drive because it goes to the cloud or whatever. You're just never thinking about it. People wipe their YouTube channels. People, It's just like, you just I wipe guess so, yeah. who cares? I'm more of a saver, so I can't quite... 
understand that thinking. Like I like to, but but again, we come from that age of digital camera and and, and fucking portable like little disposable cameras. Yeah. Yeah. I and hate it, this fucking throwback thing to Polaroids. Fuck you. Why? Fucking assholes want to feel something tangible. Stop it. Polaroids suck. What's wrong with being tangible anyway? Stop saying that high pitched voice. They fucking stink. Polaroids, stink. they were good back then they're because fun. you could see it instantly. They're not fun. You go to a party, yeah. take photos. No. Polaroids, they're fun. No, they're yeah. not fun. You have a digital photo. You take photos of titties. You don't have to worry about your titties being on the internet, right? Yeah. No, they're not fun. Nobody's they were, trying to replace like amazing 500 megapixels. No, no I know, but they're garbage. These pictures. They used to be a little bit better, but they're not fun. That's not what's fun about it. Because people go like this. I can't believe it. It's like there's a filter built into this camera, and they can just hold it. A Polaroid yeah, filter. It's instantaneous. That's what yeah. it is. No, but you, that's what was amazing about it when you like, because you could never see pictures when you took them. You take your whole vacation photos and go. I hope these are fucking good. Everything comes back around though. That, but that's that. What annoys me is that people. Well, Polaroid just, never really went away. It all, it, it's, no one cares about Polaroid. Now it's just these people who have nothing tangible. They just want to hold a picture because it, everything they have is digital. Those little Instax uh, cameras, those have been popular for like 10 years. Oh, I yeah, fucking yeah. can't stand. Whenever I get one of those in a gift bag, you've never heard anything crunch so fucking quickly under a shoe. Oh. I hate those fucking <laughs> things. Well, you're such a bummer. I don't, I don't <laughs> no, I'm not. I grew up with what's them. They suck. Oh, what's your time? They fucking yeah, suck. Polaroid. You're at a party, you take yeah. a picture, and yeah. it's like Hey, I'm holding it. Memory. You put it on Fucking your face. I hate it. You know why though? We don't print out any. When's the last time you printed out? Don't this ask, morning. Don't ask Jim. This morning. He, out, he goes to do photo, he's, Yeah. He's got a punch card. But like we don't print photos out anymore. I you print know. photos out of my printer all the time if I'm reading a news article. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you don't really unless it's something like you really want to have. Yeah. Sure. Digital fo- picture frames. Yeah. Where like, you put an SD card in it or something. Yeah. No, I I love those. The Polaroids are making a comeback. Sure. Or you can just get regular uh, picture frames. If somebody goes away for a week and you decide you're going to hang a lot of stuff on the wall that they're not going to be happy about. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Someone coming home to a totally different apartment? Yep. <laughs> Did you do some redecorating? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. I, was Jim manic. Been... I had a manic week. <laughs> Has Jim been... Here's the thing. Oh. I hope that she puts it in context, right? Yeah. I hope that she comes home and instead of being upset... With the fact that there's kiss photos everywhere. I didn't say what it was. I'm just saying. We know that you recently went on a manic episode purchasing dozens and dozens of kiss posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're telling us now you went on a manic episode framing dozens of items that you prefer not to say what they are, <laughs> I'm going to guess that they could be kiss posters. My closet now is like, I got I got to put some stuff downstairs. There's just no room. <laughs> it was a manic week. It was a, it was a rough... You know what? It means you didn't cheat. Yep. Believe me, that's what I'm going to say, too. Smell my dick. It's clean. Right. <laughs> Which, by, hey, That's definitely not a toxic relationship, by the way. Not what at all. the fuck is all this? say that to me. <laughs> what the... Smell <laughs> <laughs> <No>, mine, too. <laughs> She'll walk in going, what the fuck is all this stuff? Would you want me to fuck someone else? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, what are you going to do? Fuck someone else? <laughs> Leslie Nielsen and nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I was stressed. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to... I mean, Troy, do you, do you have any of that, like, where you, you... This manic stuff comes out where you're just trying to be good and you're trying not to do unhealthy shit so you wind up doing something else too much? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm taking 20,000 steps a day. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I do boxing, I do yoga, and then I go walk for two hours. You do, right? <laughs> I have to. Hey, yeah. just try to stay in shape. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's filling your day 
So or with other thoughts or other things, and it's still hard to to like not go down a porn rabbit hole or, or to like whatever. It's, but it's the, the one of the hardest things I've ever had to do is get control of my brain. Yeah, I just can't that. be left alone with those feelings, huh? <sighs> because it just you just go to bad places. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're just sitting there tugging all day long. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's like my dick is raw, my back hurts. I have ten minutes to get to the comedy cellar. <laughs> <laughs> so the trade-off is 20,000 steps and just maniacally listening to Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is, right? Have you thought about using any of that time to, like, like pursue therapy? I, that's, I think that's my therapy. Yeah. yeah. My yoga, my boxing, and my walking. If it works, it works. If that's, yeah. But you... Could you should go get to into a yoga gym. I'm telling you, man, change your life. I've been I've been exercising a lot lately. Uh, it's stretching and breathing. I know it is good for you. I just never. I would always hear breathe. You got to breathe. Like I always say, my breathing is always wrong with yoga. Maybe I will it. though. You got to learn. You got to learn. Yeah, all breathing. It's good for. Uh, They're teaching him schools. Did you see that? New York City and public Eric schools Adams, is yeah. gonna yeah. is gonna start breathing. Great idea. Yeah. Uh, see, like five minutes of. Uh, I forget control what breathing or yeah. something like breathing. Yeah. That's amazing. It they is do, supposed to be good for you. You know what else they do is they do uh, yoga in jails now, and that's excellent for those for the inmates. I bet Al, I bet Al Chapo doesn't get to do it though. No. I bet they don't do it in Supermax. Sure, they're not also doing a little cell by themselves. Nothing. They're alone all day. You ever watch YouTube videos about Supermax prison? I mean, sure. I've seen all. I mean, specials on them. They're fascinating. Yeah, and they, you know that's why the, the extraditables. Nobody. I don't care who you are. Nobody wants to be extradited to the United States because mm -hmm. you're not breaking out of a maximum security jail here. Especially not supermax. No, you're just not getting out. Or, or like that one in El Salvador, even which is fucking horrendous. They have that. Uh, oh, we talked about that, right? Those, those gangsters are. The, there was the gangs were so violent in El Salvador, and they were working out something with the uh, the government was actually talking to gang leaders and saying if you cut down on the violence, we'll give you prison privileges. Like they they were trying to work it out. And they were using to negotiate with the government. They wanted some more privileges. So the gangs went out and killed like 60 random people in the street um, like over the course of a weekend. And, and the government just went fucking ballistic. And that was it. It was an axe. And they built this. And they just throw, they've thrown, like, they've arrested like 40,000 people. And they're throwing people in this fucking thing. And it's like, it's a nightmare. It's yeah. Just, there's no sheets. There's like, there's just metal fucking bunks. Yeah, they they cracked down, but they said it's, it helped the, the city's a lot safer now. Yeah, they're in their cell like twenty three hours a day. It's a dude. There's two fucking toilets. Look at that. For it, it's, a, I forget how many hundreds of people are in each room, but there's two toilets. And they have it designed in such a way where you can't tell by looking. Like there's no windows in the cells, and when you get outdoor time, you're surrounded by extremely high concrete walls. So you never have any idea geographically where you are in the building. Oh, smart. Yeah, right? Okay. So you can't call the outside and no, go, yeah. like, here's where I'm looking. I can see the highway. It's at a 90-degree sure. angle from yeah. where I am. You have no idea where you are in the building. And can you see those? Go to those. Uh, find those beds. They're like four high. Uh, it's almost like a kid's bunk beds, but I think they're just pure metal with no fucking, uh, I don't think there's any bedding. And some of the worst roommates ever. They call it Seacott. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Very thing. unpleasant. Imagine having to wait. You having a, uh, your stomach bug? Yeah, <laughs> shit. There's 30 gang members in front of you. You have to go to the bathroom. Or, or hey, Holmes, I'm next. Yeah, yes, you are. Can I cut? Oh, yeah. My stomach hurts. <sighs> it's the center for the confinement of terrorism. Yep. Or Seacott. 
Yeah. Which is way less fun. The El Salvadorian uh, president, whatever his name is. But they just cracked down after that bad weekend of killing civilians. They just said, enough. Yeah, Seacott sounds like a amusement park. Yeah. But yeah. then you find out what it stands for, and you're like, oh, no. They're all just wearing long white boxers, like almost like short boxers, shorts and boxers, whatever they are, and they had no shirts, no shoes. No, no dice. Shirt. No <laughs> dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. They don't fuck around there, man. All the guards have their faces covered. Yeah, and they said the warden's name is secret. Like nobody knows who the warden is. Look how close they got to stand to each other. They got to put their. They have to stand in a line uh, and have the forehead on the back of the person in front of you, feel, like actually touching. So claustrophobic and fucking just smelling other people. Ah, piled up on each other. Yeah, oh, holding your penis all day so somebody doesn't touch it. Well, your ass, your dick. What about your ass? Don't touch my penis. <laughs> well, yeah. look at them. They've all they've all got their hands on their penis. Yeah, I, hands I guess on so. The it's, dicks, boy. so. Probably so. It's not pump hitting the ass of the guy yeah. in front of you. So the guy in front of you doesn't turn around if you plump up a little bit <laughs> yeah. and fucking bite your nose off. Get one of those penis injections that are all the rage. I've that's true. I, they do fatten up your dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get some of that. Sure. Good for you. Just get the head though. That's what I would do. <laughs> so it dangles like a fucking stupid mushroom. Yeah. Look at that! That looks like a that looks like a painting, like a like an yeah. It doesn't look real. Like, that That's doesn't look yeah. real. Yeah, That's yeah. It looks like a magic eye. Yeah, like I'm looking for a schooner. All those guys just sitting cross legged. It's almost like your legs are separate, split and they are, are like open, and the guy and you're right up almost against the ass. Of the guy in front of you, they're like stacked that way, like chairs. Yeah, it's wild. Fucking that sucks. Coop, that's why you got to mind your p's and q's. Yeah. Don't end up there, okay, buddy? Don't, Don't get involved there. in gang life. You ever join a gang, Coop? <laughs> never been offered, no. no. Never been offered? Yeah. <laughs> the opportunity never presented itself. Oh, you never itself. got a flyer in the mail? <laughs> oh, wait, there's two toilets in each cell. Yeah, but how many people are in each cell? Uh, let me see. That's, That's what I was saying. Yeah, what's the ratio of man gotcha. to toilet? I, yeah. I thought it's not I'm, two people per cell. That'd I, be great. I misheard you. I thought you said there were two toilets, like... Total. No, no, no. Per two cell. toilets per cell, and everybody gets their own cell. It's actually kind of luxurious. Yeah, when exactly. It comes to you bathroom. shit in one, make your wine in the other. It's really comfortable. Redundancy is important when it comes to toilets, right, Mike? Redundancy is important in all aspects of That's life. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'd love to know how many. It's a. It's a lot of people per cell, and there's two fucking toilets. Oh. Oh, one hundred. No. Fifty person per Each toilet. Each cell block has a construction area of 6,000 square meters, and in each of the 32 cells, more than 100 gang members will be housed. I was thinking six. So if uh, I'm reading that right, that's 100 per cell. 100 per cell, about 50, 50 per, toilet. per toilet. Yeah, Two sinks, two toilets. So you are going to have to wait in line. Oh my God, forget it. You're going to wait all hours of the... Because everyone is trying to coordinate their shit. Everyone wants them. to wake up early to be the first. Or, or go to bed late. You want to just take a nice dump... <laughs> I mean, it would be even more funny. Each cell has iron sheet cabins without mattresses to sleep eighty people. Would be even more funny is if Jim went to that prison and he got out, and you go like, "Oh my God, you were in there with the worst of the worst." What was the most stressful part of being in the El Salvador prison? And then he'd just sit there for the next two hours talking about shitting. And it's like, what do you? Why do you keep talking about the toilet? He would never leave the line. He would piss, no. and then he would get right back in line. <laughs> he would because he'd be afraid he would have to piss again. But you right. know what? The worst is. You just said it. There's 80 bunks, 100, 100 people. people. So there's going to be 20 people that sleep on the floor or sit up somewhere. 
You could or sleep in just twenty people always in line to use the bathroom. Yeah, you could sleep in my bunk. I'll be on the bathroom line twenty four hours a day. <sighs> he would. He would do that. He would yeah. loop back around. Uh, I might have to go soon. Because he yeah. go. I probably will have to ship by the time I get to the front again. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just fifty years of anticipatory shitting. Well, this. think about it. If it takes twenty minutes to go through the whole line of people, we've had instances on the show. Where you go to the bathroom, and then we come back from break, and then 20 minutes later, you're like, I think we got to take another Dude, break. But I also like to take a nice, relaxed shit. Like, I like to shit. Oh, they'd be rushing you. I like, yeah. to, I like to fucking spray you, put the glasses on, open the phone, read an article. Right, no, they'd be, they'd be yes. screaming. Hurry up, Norton! Yeah. <laughs> You've got a, a line of people looking at you. Plus, then the guards would be yelling at you, too, because yeah. they don't want the inmates getting riled up, because old takes a long time to shit Norton <laughs> is sitting on the toilet. And by the way, it's never a cold seat. It's always a warm seat. Oh, and you know what? For the guy in front. Imagine if you clog it. You giant logs clog and the bowl. They certainly wouldn't have bidets. You'd probably have residue that you wouldn't have time to take oh. care of. You'd have to wipe quickly. You couldn't do the old... You know what he likes to do, Coop? Jim likes to take the toilet paper on the finger and put it right up. Yeah, I like to get in there and and, and hose it out, Coop. I like a nice clean anus. (laughs) And Coop, you tell your professors... About this internship, yeah. you never have to worry about Jim Norton's anus. Yeah, that's so true. That's clean as a whistle. Clean as a whistle. Right. Yeah. And for an older guy, that's yeah. a lot. Sure is. A nun could eat potato salad out of it. I've said that. It's <laughs> <laughs> the type of wisdom you want to impart on a child. You want to have a you want to have a rectum that a nun could eat. Potato Absolutely. Salad out of. Sparkles. Yeah. No recreation areas. No conjugal spaces. Gang members only leave their cell when they go to a room for virtual like court. Virtual court. Like court. Where did you with their lawyer? Yeah. I mean, do you get to go on VR at least? Yeah, you get to use. Yeah, they have the Apple, Apple Vision Pro. What that's do you cool. do there all day? Like, that's a fucking. You wait I, in line to go to the bathroom. I think yeah. they said to people when they came in, "You're never leaving here." Like they've said that to the like. That's a really bad. So your place. spirit's broken. You're fucking. And everyone. This is, I imagine the penalty for fighting is fucking horrible too. They have a uh, windowless punishment cells that are used for misbehaving gang members. What if you start running around with a pickle in your mouth? Oh, misbehaving? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you don't you're want going into one of those cells. Aren't there all fucking... It's all windowless, though. So windowless cell, isn't that every cell? Or do they have... This says in each cell block there are dark windowless punishment cells. They're pitch black, probably. <sighs> yeah, like but the uh, hole. where Dufresne was. Yeah, yeah, they call it the hole. But I'll, yeah, and I'll bet like, they wouldn't think twice about leaving you in there for a week. Um, in El Salvador? Yeah, it's not... <laughs> Even, even here they can fuck you with that. And in yeah. El Salvador they definitely can fuck you with that. Yeah. I wonder why they keep people alive. Like, it, it, you're just you're, how much money it costs to keep somebody alive in that? You think they just... I think it's, isn't it more expensive to humanely kill them? That's in the U.S. for the death penalty. That's yeah. with the legal appeals and stuff. Salvador. I thought it was more expensive to keep them alive because of how much it costs. Um, cows and feed. No, and I, think I think it's... it's <laughs> with courts and stuff, they say it's actually cheaper to keep somebody alive really? than it is to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows if that's even statistically that accurate a, anymore. Yeah. a perspective from somebody who wants yeah. to argue that. I mean, you have to spend that money to kill them. You can't just do it. Well, you just take them out back and shoot them in El Salvador. So, yeah. There are t- people that do kind of deserve you know, it. But, no, I think that part of this is that they want this to be the punishment. Like, yes. Hey, don't fuck around. We're not going to kill you. Yeah, this is... This is good. Like, it's going to be like this for years. It's a deterrent, like, yeah. We're going to torture you for decades if you keep up with this nonsense. Yeah, the president, I don't think the president's that old. Uh, I think he's a younger guy. I mean, or he's 40. I don't think he's that old. And he just cracked down to, to clean it up. Let me see how... Big, everything was done in secret. I mean, that's a horrible place. Yeah, the fact that it's done in secret uh, is... Yeah, even, he's 41. Yeah. 
Man. Oh, here he is with Marshmallow. That's cool. He knows Marshmallow? I guess so, yeah. Who's Marshmallow? Uh, oh. One of the best DJs ever. Oh. Obviously, this guy's a raver. Yeah. He's got to be a raver. Who was the other guy that had the hat like that? Uh, Danger Mouse? De- Danger, Danger Mouse. Ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse. Daft Mouse. Danger Mouse. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> I'm thinking of three different things. Yeah, but then I want, yeah, you're right, Dead Mouse. Yeah, yeah Dead Mouse. Okay, and you spelled oh, it hey, weird. Danger Mouse. Hey, okay, Boomer. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Danger yeah. Mouse is what they call Mickey. No, but there's a Danger Mouse. There's a Danger, Danger yeah. Mouse was in uh, the group with CeeLo. Yep. Yeah. And he did the the gray album, right? Stop yeah. trying to yes. act like you knew what you're talking about. He's I trying to come exactly back. Stop trying to stop the trying the to thing. exactly when you didn't. You didn't. You, you said, didn't even know the name. You I know. said Danger Mouse wore a yeah. Silly you guys hat. all said ah oh, Danger Mouse. No, and then we I all did, corrected yes. you. And I was I was. You're right. That's how little I know. But we correct, I'm a fool. We corrected him, didn't we? Yep. Yes, we. Yeah, did. you did. And you knew that Travis was wrong too. So the second it looks like Travis is the boomer. Looks like scissors with balls. His eyes. Yeah. Shit. It does. It does. The uh, the bottom of the X's look like testicles. They look like nuts. It looks like a split-headed penis. <laughs> <laughs> or two dicks crossing in unison in solidarity. Oh, they're crossing <laughs> Two family That's crests. That's right, I see it. Yep. <laughs> yep, two dicks. Is that the Norton family crest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool that he knows... Yeah. That he knows Marshmallow. I see Marshmallow on Sunday conversations with Caleb. John in uh, Virginia. I don't necessarily believe this. What's up, John? Hey. Uh, hey, John. We definitely have places in the U.S. that are this bad. I've never been to prison, but I've been to jail a couple times. And if you go to a jail that's owned by a company, not the sheriff's department, they are absolutely disgusting like this. And what you're looking at is what's called uh, dorm style handling, where you have just a bunch of bunks in uh, one room. Sounds like a bunch of toilets. (laughs) (laughs) Two toilets. I mean, that's pretty standard showers without the shower curtains. No chairs, no tables. You just have to lean up against the wall uh, while you eat, while you sit there and pretty much do nothing. I know this. I think this place is a a bit different, though, in in the fact that the, the legal process is probably a little different there than here. And uh, there's not even any, any mattresses or sheets. Like in the U.S., you don't have bunks stacked four high, made of metal with no sheets. That everybody is just laying on a well, hunk of metal. Yeah, actually, 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 you do. And what you might be looking at, you see the bunks. Each bunk is kind of like a cake pan. And there's a rubber mat, kind of like the old uh, pool mats where it was just rubber. And it folds over and one side makes a pillow. A lot of the jails and stuff like that during the day, they take them away from you. So you're not trying to sleep during the day. And, I mean, the, mm. like I said, the ones that are owned by sheriff's departments, in my experience, they're not that bad. But the uh, companies, the private companies, they're all like this. And, I mean, it's disgusting. You For three meals a day, you're eating what we call spot, spotted pecker meat sandwiches. You mm. get like a half a cup of watered-down Gatorade with your meal. And the water fountain that was in there was so disgusting, and it would not spray the water up. It was one of those deals you had to put uh, your mouth on it. Uh, oh, yeah, it was awful. And things that you don't think about, like... How do you know, by the way, John? Are you, like, a worker or a criminal? Or, like, yeah. how, do you, how do you know about all these jails? No, I just did some dumb, I just did some dumb shit when I was younger. Nice. Uh, like I said, I've never been to prison, but I've been to jail several times. Let me ask you a question, well, John. Like a jail, so we can, like, look it up that he's talking about. Yeah, what's, a j- what's one of the jails? Uh, look for Bedford County, uh, Virginia. Okay. So let me ask you a question about those matches, because I didn't know that. Maybe you're right. 
Um, those mattresses, you said they take them away. I bet you, do they, at the at the end of the day, does everyone just go and take one out of a pile and bring it back to go to sleep on? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, so you, the problem with big, the problem oh, with you big guys like on me, those bunks are narrow and the mats are all worn down and my shoulders were wider than the bunk. So like I said, it was like a cake pan that you put the mat down yep. in. The uh, side rails of the uh, bunk would constantly dig into my shoulders I mean, I, unless I laid on my side with my whole big ass, you know, pressing down to this mat into the metal bunk, I had to uh, deal with the uh, rails of the frame in my shoulders. And they never cut the lights out. And then what I was getting ready to describe, weird things like the shower, which there's no shower curtain. And the water does not just run continuously. You have to push a button, like in a you know rest area yep. uh, sink or whatever, and it yeah. comes out. Uh, guys who have been there long enough to get contraband, what you had to do was make a uh, shower key. And like the uh, wrappers of candy bars and whatnot where they glue them together, you take those, fold them over several times, push the button in, and then you try to wedge that. So it stays, right? So the water keeps coming. So it stays. Let me ask you what... Sorry, John. What was the pillow like? You said it folds <laughs> over. You said it folds into a pillow. I knew that was going. <laughs> do you do you remember, like, say, twenty, thirty years ago, they were popular for a little while. The pool, the pool floats that was nothing but a mat, and then one end of it folded over, and that yeah. was a major pillow. You know, they're about a about an inch thick, maybe a, maybe a little bit more. That's about as close to what I can. Uh, oh wow! Describe to. Uh, Describe to you. How the fuck uh, do you, I can't sleep on my back? So if you're a side sleeper, what do you do? You're fucked. Oh, guard. If, if I, Excuse me, guard. I'm a side I, sleeper. I would tell them I've happened <laughs> Where I was describing to you right there, Bedford County, the jail is so disgusting, so nasty, and I, I, I would never commit a crime in Bedford County, Virginia, just because that place is so disgusting. John, let me yeah. ask you this: How long were you inside? Yeah, good. You sound like you're. Nice. Um, Nice. So, first time was 10 days The second time was 15 days Wow, all of that Horror And it's like, and you didn't even spend A ton of time, in a couple of weeks No, yeah, wow. just, just a couple of weeks The first time was um, I mean, I, I guess it don't matter The first time was in Roanoke County, Virginia That was not bad at all It was just two guys to a cell uh, One guy slept on a, what was called a bed boat uh, Below you I mean, you know, that, that, was, that was no problem Even the food was even decent there. Bedford County fucking sucked. Wow. Thanks. All right, thank you, buddy. Hey, John, quick question. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah sure. Troy. John, did you have any do-boys while you were in there? Good question, Troy. Did you get a do-boy, or were you a do-boy? <laughs> Dude, I was Bubba. I was yeah, if you're too big to sleep in the fucking bunk, if you're like I was laying there and my my shoulders were hanging off the bunk, you're like you're probably you're probably the top. Right, right. Yeah. So you were you there long enough to acquire a do boy or no? You didn't need one. Well, the the, the first the first the first time I made a joke with this guy that uh, he was this little young guy who came in and they put him in there with me. I said, dude, if I was in here three or four more days longer. We would get to know each other a lot better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, by the way, that's no. talk about a joke that to one person is hilarious yeah. and to another person is maybe the worst joke they've ever heard. Oh, I love that, John. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thanks, John. Right, I wonder how bad job. it is inside of like. Supermax, like where El Chapo is, like uh, the, I, I was just watching about it. But Crazy. how? Uh, because you because you're so isolated and you have your cell. 
there's probably not a whole lot of crossing over in certain parts of that jail. So you wonder, like, your cell is kind of what you make it. Like, how gross is it if you keep it clean? It's probably halfway decent. I don't know. And you also lose all concept of time. You do, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And there's no communication with anyone. Like, that's, that's what it does. Like, it makes you crazy, I think. But I watched the, you know, on 60 Days In, we saw that they would, like, in some of those cells, they would have the bunks. So it'd be two, and then they would add a third person, and you would just put one of those thin mattresses on the floor. Terrible. Yeah, and by the way, that's where all... And there's cockroaches everywhere. Right. But a water bug... I mean, yeah, they'd have cockroaches, rats, uh, like... On the floor, it's got to be... I mean, the top bunk is probably the best. Right. For that reason. Right, and that's where they store their contraband, too. And their their uh, their snacks. Their honey they're, buns. Their honey buns. And oh, their, that's what Jared likes. And their soups. Don't remember the soups? I love yeah. the soups. Well, that's, yeah. a trans, that's a lot of transactions are made in soups. Yeah. Wow, they say it's, uh, it's worse than death, that that prison. Okay. Yeah. ADX Florence. Yeah. There's some fucking frightening people, man. There's a new season of 60 Days In. I, 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 that show lost me. I don't know why. It was a really interesting concept, and I don't know why it lost me. It's so good. I, I guess I just, it didn't get me. Like I, 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 I felt like everybody must know there's something. It was too reality showish, but I, I understand it is what it is. But oh, that's where the Unabomber was. Yeah, yeah. And Terry Nichols and the '93 World Trade Center bomber. Oh, fucking no! Uh, wait, Ramsey, wait. Sorry, Ramsey Youssef. Yep. Um, and also, is that where McVeigh is? He's dead. Is he? They executed him. Oh, good for he, they, him. They executed him. Good for him. Terry Nichols is, they, is alive, but they executed him. Uh, it's a, it's like San Quentin. That's where Richard Ramirez was, and I forget who, like Sirhan Sirhan. There's a few of these prisons that just have, like, all the famous guys in them. Yeah, I think San Quentin, they had, uh, Sirhan Sirhan's still there. Fucking still trying to get out. Fuck him. Fuck him. I know Robert Kennedy Jr. actually believes he should be paroled. He does? I think I believe so, yeah. He's got a lot of interesting ideas, that Robert Kennedy He does, yeah. yeah. He kind of murdered your father in a kitchen, and you fucking fuck him. Yeah. Oh, the sexy Boston bomber from the Rolling Stone is in there. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, wow. I thought he was uh, in One Direction. What's that kid's name? Zarnef or is it? Sar, Sar, Mike, go ahead. Zane? Zane. <laughs> Zane. Yeah, he's a fucking, he's a That's cowboy. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I think that is Zane, actually. Yeah. He's got a new album. Uh, whoever this guy is, Michael Swango. Serial killer? Oh, I don't know who he is. Shout out. Licensed physician. Looks like Doc Ock. Wow. As oh. many as 60 fatal poisonings to patients. Eric Rudolph is in there. Eric. Eric. Oh, he's that, he was that fucking uh, abortion uh, doctor killer, yeah. Who? Eric? Eric Rudolph. No, he was the Olympic Park bomber. Yeah. Oh, who's the uh, who's the um, abortion doctor shooter? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, obviously, I'm wrong. By the way, I'm still not convinced it wasn't Richard Jewell, personally. Just mm -hmm. kidding. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robert Hansen, spy. Yeah. No, he did all the Catch a Predators. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did Umbop. He's going to be at Epcot. <laughs> oh, <that was> he <laughs> did. Look, so, say what you want. He taught his kids how to sing. Who's that? Uh, What's his name? Mamdua Muhammad Salam. I can't. Mahmoud Salam. Don't know who he is. Oh, I think he was in the Taliban. Okay. Uh, under oh the underwear bomber. Shout oh, out. that was the guy who tried to blow himself up on that flight? Yeah. With, an, with his underpants. I hope his dick burned off. Fucking creep. He's not the only person that's blown up a pair of underpants on a flight. Am I right, Jim? I mean, I'd hate, <laughs> I'd hate to call you a liar, but you could sue me for slander. <laughs> uh, 
Richard McNair. I'm not, I don't know. Convicted murderer known for his ability to escape and elude capture. Oh. Uh, ah. That's a cool thing to be known for. <laughs> Was he just bouncing a ball? Yes. <laughs> uh, he murdered some people in the 80s. He's serving two terms of life in prison for those crimes and escaping from prison. Yeah. Like fucking, uh, what was his name? Frank in Escape from Alcatraz. Who did Clint Eastwood do? It was the Anglin brothers and Frank, um, oh God, I'm so mad. I can't remember Clint Eastwood's name in that. I saw it once. Richard McNair, they never knew. Don't tell me his name. Okay, make your brain get it. Yeah. yeah they never, while you're thinking about that, they never knew how Richard McNair did all his crimes. Oh. Uh, do you know? Yeah, I know exactly. I could tell how, from the beginning how he did it. How? It's a bloody double! <laughs> it's a double! <laughs> What's Frank's last name begin with? Don't yeah. Frank Mars, okay. Yep, you got it. <laughs> Simone Trinidad? I don't know. Uh, Trinidad oh. James? No, high-ranking member. Simone, so. <laughs> he was a high-ranking member of the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia. Where is he in jail? He's in the ADX Florence. In in Colorado, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Jose Padilla. Uh, he was a uh, a dirty bomber. Well, yeah, was, I don't mm -hmm. think he cheated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was trying to make a dirty yep. bomb in was it DC or somewhere? Chicago. Okay. Uh, Nasir Jason. How great would it have been if Jim got put in supermax jail for his stupid bomb threat to his school? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. I know, but there'd be like all these miscarriage of justice people because I happen to fall in that like one window of yeah. like, cracking down on teen crime. Yeah. <laughs> he cleared them out. <laughs> that'd be awesome. And some I told him, if you think people. this is a joke, start laughing. He, he did that coup. You called in a thing. <laughs> I've, I've called in multiple bomb threats, but only one worked. Cleared only the school. one worked. Cleared the school, yeah. <laughs> I was drunk with my friends, and then we were calling fucking abuse hotlines and pretending we were being molested. During the day? <laughs> pretending. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I wasn't in school. That's an air quote. <laughs> pretending. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, it's based on a true story. Yeah. No, they, they would be giggling. <laughs> he told the school, if you think this is a joke, you better start laughing. Yeah, there's a bomb. Which doesn't under, make any sense. Yeah, and, and they uh, they cleared the school. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that, <laughs> thanks, Cope. <laughs> I was very proud of myself. But that's how I know that feeling of you just want to feel like you did something that, that made something happen. Yes, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh my god, I did that. Like, and I'm sure that there's still like criminals that just don't grow out of that. Like when I had a crush on a girl. And um, she was way out of my league. Like, she was probably an eight and a half or a nine, and I was a one. Was that like, far I, out of I, your I league? I was a greasy-haired one. Ah. Oh. And I was like, I, I wrote her a love letter, and I left it in her locker. And I, I said, like, if you want to know who I am, and I told her to wear, like, a, like a, a certain color so theatrical. thing the next day, and she did. It's so performance. Uh, yes. But no, I wanted to see, like, I had done something that affected her. And, and so then, what did she do when she found out it was you? Uh, she, let's be honest, she wasn't thrilled. I don't. For, I forget how I told her. I didn't tell her that next day. You made her dress up for nothing? Yep. <laughs> I think probably, I told her years later. I don't remember how I told her. She's probably heartbroken when she got home. She, I mean, she obviously knew I was a weenie. Mom, they, no, he never came. Yeah, but she, yeah, she was waiting for someone. She told to her mom that, like, she got that letter. I couldn't know. believe when she, I forget what it was, like a neckerchief. I forget what it was. I, I don't remember what I. And who was the girl that, so, she said she had a crush on someone with glasses or something? I was, I was, um, I was sitting on a shopping cart outside of Bradley's, 
and there was a girl named Christine or Christina. She was a cute blonde girl, like Jersey City, pretty tough, cute, pretty cute, pretty, pretty cute pretty girl. Cute, pretty cute girl. Pretty Sandy girl. Bullock's got quite a smile. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> we were sitting. Well, I, I had glad, and we were sitting there, and she was. I I was in love with this girl, and she was like, "I have a crush on somebody." I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like, uh, <laughs> "I'm like, who is he?" And she's like, well, I don't, I don't know. He's got glasses. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Did and you have glasses? I was wearing them at the time. Okay. And I was like, that's cool. And she goes, I don't know what to do. And I was like, you should just tell him. Who is it? And she's like, it's John. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, of course it is. Greasy haired, blinky nothing had to go. Yeah, he's a nice guy. That's what you said? Of course I did. Guy friend, hunk of shit. Oh. <laughs> Sit on the shopping carts. Yeah, but that's so relate. Like that happened to so many kids. Like that's so relate. I never. And by the way, I never embarrassed. No, myself I mean in, I, I can't think of, a, like, of a, a specific story in, in like front that. Of a, I never embarrassed myself in front of a girl but and I, her friends told me that she had a crush on me and I told her I was screwed. Oh. <laughs> that's one of the worst things I've ever heard. Still because it, you liked her. Hear it. She's pretty. I did. Sam like her. liked a girl when he was a boy. As crazy as it sounds, and um, I hate this story. She was how? What grade were you in? Oh, right. Seventh. Seventh. He's way beyond where this should happen. Seventh, Coop. Seventh. Oh, like I, I can picture this now because my daughter is past this age, so I know how embarrassing this would be. Yeah, she was like one of. The, she was like a pretty girl, a really cute yeah. girl. Yeah, out of his league. Out of, yeah, for sure. I was so nervous to be with a woman. Sometimes pretty girls like Sam. They, he taps into some type of vulnerability that there's these. He'll get better looking girls than he deserves. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Yeah, I don't. And I, but I think that's why they think there's a sweetness to him, or they think that he's vulnerable. You don't think it's my B D E? No, bald douche energy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's never going away. <laughs> yep, I'm going to be hearing that forever. <laughs> no, her friends. I was on the I was outside at lunch. And I was hanging out with my, you know, guy friends as you do in 7th grade, right? And you're all trying to figure out how to be cool around each other, right? And none of us had girls talking to us, right? We all wanted that, but none of but we couldn't sit. And so these two it's a real freaks and geeks vibe. Real freaks yeah. and I was Sam from Freaks and Geeks. I wasn't Seth Rogan. I wasn't James Franco. No. I was Sam from Freaks and Geeks, and I was hanging out with 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 you know with my two dork friends talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Except it was wrestling for us. Yeah, and. Uh, and then these this girl's friends come over who were also cute because cute. Girls of course, they're like a flock. Girls. And they go, Sam, can we ask you a question? And I go, yeah. I was already nervous. Yeah. I go, yeah. Because you think it's going to be humiliating or bad. Yeah. Right, right. I was defensive. Yeah. That's what it was. Yes, 100%. I was being defensive. And they go, uh, something, something to the effect of like, would you ever go out with so-and-so? Or do you like so-and-so or something like, and I go, what? And they said it again. And you know what I said, Coop? What? I looked at my friends. Didn't, wait, didn't they tell you she liked you? She, they said she liked me. The pretty girl liked you. The pretty girl liked me. But I was so nervous 
to take that leap into the space of seventh grade guy who goes on a date with a pretty girl and not scared seventh grade guy who just hangs out with his douchey guy friends that still play with toys but don't tell anybody that I said I looked at my friends and went oh boy I'm screwed <laughs> and I'll never Why? this this <laughs> this what? is this is the, the thing that I would never forget the girl looking at me with a confused expression and going you're screwed <laughs> and I go yeah Oh. oh boy, I'm screwed. <laughs> I really stepped in it. And they went, okay. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then they left, and my my friends and I were just kind of there, silently realizing that something catastrophically douchey <laughs> had just happened. They Can they didn't had... realize immediately, like that you didn't walk away, and they were like, you fuck it, or they didn't walk away, and they no, it was like so, like it was just so, like we were all. Whenever you tell that story, it makes me wish for a giant hand to come out of the sky and crush you like Mr. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> but that, you still could have salvaged that. Like, even though it would have been weird, if you would have seen that pretty girl later and go, hey, how you doing? She probably would have just been like, oh, okay, that was a weird... That was, he was, he was weird. just joking and he, being, yeah. making his friends laugh. No, I probably could have done that. But, but you never approached her. Would she look at you? Would you look at her? No, of course not. I would avoid her at all costs. Do you have a picture of that girl? Like, do you have a yearbook from back then? Yeah, I must. Somewhere. I would love to see who this yeah. girl is. Because I look back at like the little the girls I had crushes on when I was a kid, and I was like, I, that that face at, in third or fourth yeah. or fifth grade was the most important face on earth. And Coop, I would sit there at night. I would think to myself, I could have gone out with her. How long after <laughs> did you realize you couldn't actually fix it? I never at any point thought I could fix it. Oh. And if it, your question asking how long did I regret it for? Yeah. I mean, minimum a decade. Yeah. <laughs> did she grow up pretty? Of course. Oh, of course. It's, it's better if like two years later she's a fat pig. No, she grew up pretty. <laughs> and once we got to high school, she was dating like guys that were way cooler and more athletic than me. Right, and you could have always looked at them and went, I fucked her first. I, I wouldn't, have, wouldn't imagine that. Plus, it would have put me into a whole different social stratosphere. Of course it would have. I would have been like, it doesn't. It wouldn't have mattered. Like, it wouldn't have been like, oh, he's not on uh, uh, one of the, like a football team or basketball team. It wouldn't have mattered. I'd be in that league. I'd be in that space now. And that's what would have dictated everything. Maybe. Your entire life? My entire life would have been different. I would have been a cool guy, Coop. I'm, I'm not cool. Maybe not, though. You never know. You don't think so? Here's what could have happened. I would have been Pete Davidson, Coop. I would have been on SNL. I would have fucked Kim Kardashian. Here's what might have happened. I think. Because you don't look like Pete Davidson, and you don't have a cock like Pete Davidson. So there's a couple things that's working against you. That's rumor and innuendo. You don't know if that's true. Um... <laughs> I would have gotten tattoos like Troy. I would have been the man. You know how I know Pete Davidson has a giant dick? Because he was on the show one time. We were just joking about his dick. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's a big dick. And you're like, yeah, he's not kidding. <laughs> 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 he said it so casually and not even... Right. Brag but there was... Uh, here's what might have happened Yeah, to it's you. so big that he could say that. Sure. And still, like most guys, even if it was okay, they would try to underestimate so that you over-present. Yeah. 
He's not worried about over uh, underestimating. He doesn't care enough. It's always going to overpresent. Uh, here's what might have happened. Let's say you like this pretty girl. Let's just say that you would have been okay with her and went over and went on a date with her and you guys became a little item. Yeah. You never know. Three weeks later, mm-hmm. a football player or an athlete could have like had a crush on her oh, yeah. and you could have been sitting there with her and he could have come over and taken your lunch and like mushed your egg salad in your face and hate. farted on you. Oh, that would have been the worst. <laughs> and then she like, oh, that was kind of funny or something. Like, yeah. You, the, I wouldn't want to get farted on, Coop. Your humiliation could have been much worse. Yeah, I could have easy. I could have been a cuck. Yeah. I would never want to be a cuck. Or just you never want to be a cuck. Seventh grade cuck. <laughs> well, yeah. or, or a jock could have punched <laughs> you in the ear, give you an ear bleed. Oh, fuck. Oh. That's true. We in always front think- of your girl, or we could, or you could have been mean to her, and you could have just backed off and let it happen. Yeah, or she could have like. It's better to ignore them. Yeah, don't let them get to you. And she says, "Grabbing my ass." That's not how I talk. Still, still, all through that. Well, I didn't well, talk like that. I don't think that we should let, allow this to bother us. It's okay, when he farted on. I'm gonna go home and watch a bunch of wrestling. This would have been the end of my romantic life. Sam, is your ear bleeding? <laughs> you also no. smell like farts. Yeah. Right. You still have egg salad in your lashes. Okay. <laughs> That's not what that is. Let's go watch Owen Hart. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. We could have. She'd want to be out with her fucking hot friends and their boyfriends, and you'd be sitting home fucking applauding wrestling. I would have been explaining <laughs> Montreal to her as it happened. <laughs> no, this is real. A lot of this stuff, but these get screwed. Yeah. Ah, boy, I'm screwed. Nah, that, that, uh... It's the worst thing I've ever heard. I've got some bad childhood stories. Right, that one cuts right, right, uh, right through. No, I've never heard a story and gone like, "Well, at least that didn't happen to me." Like I've never been in a situation where I've thought, "I can't." My story wouldn't, you know, I can't contribute to this conversation because right. my story's not not as horrendous. Because it is. It's visceral. It is. Yeah. It cuts right to that. Like, Ugh. why would you do that? Yeah, you weren't screwed. You were a winner. Yeah. You won. I'm screwed. I feel like if I got like a winning lotto ticket, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Am I right, guys? Rip it up. Yeah. Maybe like, why? Why'd you just do that? I would really like to see that. <laughs> Fuck this, right, guys? Yeah. No. What? Why'd you? Isn't that cool? No. I wonder if my friends remember. I should ask them. Yeah. Because they were probably dumbfounded. Like, what? You were gonna leave the nest. You were. Yeah. You could have represented us going forward. Like, you were going to be... You could have been the kid that made it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We want you... It's like when you get out the hood, you know? (laughs) And you bring your homies with you. That's right. Like, you could have brought us with you. You could have been a representative. Like, your little group was called the Beatables. Yeah. You could have put put the Beatables on. That's right. And instead, we just remained Beatables. Yeah. (laughs) Beatables. Don't you think this was a caste system? You were about to move up. You're about to move up. But, I mean, it worked out for the best. No, it didn't. You know, like so. <laughs> no, you still would have married Jess and have your kids and all that would have still happened, but you would have better memories from school. Fuck. That was a good punch in the ear. Did it? I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try to take with me. At least Whoa. I didn't get punched in my ear. I got a thumbtack in my shoulder. Oh. Ah. Yeah. That's rough. There were Mexican gangs in my school. <laughs> one time, Jose called me over. He was like one of the top guys. He's like, Sam, come here. I got to tell you a secret. I was like, oh, okay. What's up, Jose? 
And he leaned in to tell me a secret. He pushed a thumbtack right in my shoulder and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he really got me. He, he pulled the wool over my eyes on that one. He really what got me. Ow. Okay. To, yeah, I went right to class. <laughs> Did it hurt? Pulled it out. A little, yeah, a little bit. It wasn't that bad, but it was more the like the spirit of what it just. Especially, happened. yeah, you thinking that there was about a cool guy's about to tell me a secret. Yeah, I'm about oh. to find out a secret from a gang member. Maybe I'm gonna I'll, be initiated. Maybe I'll yeah. be initiated. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, they're looking for a new member. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll join the Mexican gang. Here's the secret. This hurts. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even because like I had you know a shirt. Maybe they want to talk about luchador. Right. Right. No, it was just the spirit of. This man saw me and was like, oh, let me throw a thumbtack right in that kid's shoulder. Yeah. He ain't going to do shit. Because he had an extra thumbtack he didn't want to carry. He was like, well, that guy's a fucking yeah, I think he pulled cushion. It, I think he pulled it right out of the bulletin board. And it wasn't like, even a, a, out of out of malice. No. It was like, I have an extra thumbtack. I don't what really want to throw this out. Somebody could be injured. You, oh, get over here. Hey, there's Sam. Sam, come here. I got to tell you something. Yeah. Okay, and like he wasn't even around his friends. No, it's just a so line. it wasn't like that was just for him. It's just yeah, it was just like yeah, I'm gonna just, hurt you. It's just extra, like oh, but that's that kid I put a thumbtack in his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> he probably laughed about it then with his friends. Probably, you know, what I did what? I remember, you know, Sam? Yeah, big-headed kid. Yeah, <laughs> I put a thumbtack in his shoulder. Oh, no, it was probably dude. such an inconsequential thing that it came out years later. Right, like one time you were walking. And then someone goes, "Who is that? That pussy!" And That's then, right. uh, <laughs> and then one of the guys—he was just walking. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, one yeah. of the guys was, "Oh, him! I put a thumbtack in his shoulder." That's right. <laughs> you had a wrestling T-shirt on or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I believe that that could have happened. I think Jim's on. You were something. just walking, and somebody noticed how much of a pussy you were. Well, the there was, there was a, from, a group of them sitting on a stoop. Yeah, the Mexican game from middle school. They would have. Yeah, it's hard oh, to avoid. Of course, they yeah. see you sashaying yeah. by. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but now maybe he sees you on like WWE events. Yeah. Oh man, I remember that kid. He'd be like, he'd probably think like, oh, what's up, dude? Like, remember we were friends, and remember I put that thumbtack in your shoulder. Ah, good job. Ah. But he wouldn't and know you know what I would say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He wouldn't recognize you as a friend from school because you look so different now. He'd probably think, I know that guy from somewhere. Yeah, who's a teacher? <laughs> yeah. Was I friends? With, was I? How do I know him. How do I know him? No, that's why, Coop, that's why I've changed my appearance so much. I can see that. Yes. Yeah, he was a young... I had to become a tough guy. To I had run become, from the memories? I had to become a tough. Yeah. So people wouldn't mess with me anymore. People yeah, but your final form looks good. Thanks, dude. You wouldn't put a thumbtack on my shoulder today, would you? Hell no. No, I'd beat the shit out of you. That's yeah. how you work out now. Thanks, dude. Sure. Well, buff and whatnot. Thanks, man. Welcome. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. <laughs> Got a clip penis and everything. Yeah, oh, I nice. do. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't circumcised in that photo. Coop. That's right. Not today, I am. But if this was a movie right now, they'd show <laughs> Sam driving down the highway. <laughs> he didn't then. He, what? Yeah, we talked about it yesterday, Coop. Yeah. Bro, adult circumcision. Don't shame it. Yeah. 19, baby. Me it, and Ian Lara. You ever see 15. a littering commercial? If we, if this was a commercial, you'd see Sam's car driving away, and you'd see a foreskin come out the window, <laughs> land on the shoulder of the road. <laughs> My mom was like, doctor, can we keep it? No, of course oh. you can't. <laughs> he wants to make a little a smelly hat for his wrestling <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> What's wrong, Coop? You got any questions? No, no. I, I did We're have here to guide you. Did this you is... get to keep it at look? No, no, no. You would all shrivel it. now. It would never keep. Like, it would be like a little urine-scented chiclet. Put it in formaldehyde. Yeah. You would. You would. Bah. 
Or you could stretch it and try to make like a lampshade or something like that. Oh. Well, yeah. You could make little, like jerky out of it. You could make jerky. A little tiny light. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a little lampshade for a nightlight. For a teeny little light. <laughs> for a dollhouse. <laughs> yes. Exactly. My daughter goes like, what's this? What's this lamp when she gets older? What's this lamp that was always in my dollhouse? Oh, honey, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. oh, honey, that's the special lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yes. that's, an, that's an heirloom. <laughs> yes, that's Daddy's Ed Gein furniture. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. You you an athlete, Coop? Do you play sports? Uh, no, not really. I played basketball in high school, but now don't move well anymore. No? Why'd you get hurt? Uh, yeah, I, I like messed up my back, and then uh, earlier this year I tried to crack my neck, and I sent myself to the hospital because I slipped a disc. How'd you do it? I mean, would, would you just throw yourself off the steps? With your hand, you fuck your... Yeah. He's an idiot. Jesus, Coop. <laughs> you slipped a disc cracking your own neck? Yeah. Oh, boy. Can wow! You imagine like when your parents have to bring you to the hospital. Like, uh, what happened? He tried to <laughs> crack his neck and You're he slipped exactly a disc right. in his back. It, I, How long after did you know like there's a real problem? <laughs> the next morning. Yeah. Exactly. Talking to your microphone. Yeah. Too. The next morning, I definitely like I woke up and I was like, I feel nauseous. And, like after. Mom, well, I think I have to throw up. My back hurts from when I cracked my neck. What are you talking about, Cooper? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I came into the hospital. And I said something along those lines, and they kept going up to my roommate, being like, "All right, just what drugs is he on? Like, uh, yeah. he's on. Like, is he on heroin? Is like, he concussed? Yeah. Like, did something happen? And he was like, no, he just tried to crack his neck. And they like basically got like so frustrated, they were like just leave if you're not gonna be honest. They thought they were yeah, lying. They were yeah. like, they were like, he's not telling the truth. And I was like, I swear, I'm this stupid. What? So what finally? <laughs> what finally happened with your back? Uh, when I, I was doing like a basketball drill where a guy, like they either threw a ball up in the air or rolled it and the two guys like who were running it didn't like think to talk to each other about, Hey, when I throw it, you shouldn't throw it. And so I jumped up to grab one in the air and then someone rolled one under my feet. Ah, uh. yeah. So that one was kind of funny, but you hurt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Old man walked around for a little bit. Yeah. So what are your goals now, now that the athletics are out of the picture? Um, I would do it stand-up a little bit. Oh, all right. Where, where have you been doing it? Uh, Broadway uh, Comedy Club. Oh, good. Real there. clubs. Good, good. Do you like it? Yeah, love it. Do you tape your sets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah. Make sure you tape them. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great, man. Do you still live at home? Still live with the folks? Uh, no, I live um, mostly up here, like, full-time. Um, and then, uh, live back in, uh, Boston a little, like, during the summer. Oh, is that where you're from? Yeah. What part of Boston? Uh, South Shore, like, outside of it. You like Bill Burr? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Figure. Is he a Boston guy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think he's from the area. It's funny, Boston guys, I was thinking of Patrice this morning because, uh, there's a big article now how... Diet Coke, they're saying they're going to declare aspartame like a possible carcinogen, oh, like a cancer-causing, and it's in all the, the gum I chew. Like, I don't drink much Diet Coke anymore, but Patrice was the first guy I heard bitching about aspartame. He would not stop complaining about how bad aspartame was. Diet Coke's so good, though. I know, I know, and so is all the gum. It makes everything taste great. What's Cooge going to drink? He's fucked. He's Oh, yeah. He's going to have... Is that Ray Romano? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like him. You can be eating these sandwiches, the talking about your sister. Yeah. And yeah. Like, wash them down with now. A DC. He likes a crisp new DC. Yeah, he Damn. loves it. Yeah. 
Oh, that's terrible. Do you love a DC? I do. I got some upstairs for you. Well, now you're going to have even Too more. Too dangerous now to drink now. Yeah, now you have to go back to BBC. That's good news for Sam. <laughs> as long as I'm refreshed, I don't care. What about the vibe room? Oh, yeah. Is the vibe going to be selling carcinogens? It's not the vibe I'm looking for. The World Health Organization is set to declare a common sweetener used in products such as Diet Coke could probably... is set to declare... Could possibly. Could possibly, possibly carcinogenic, yeah. cause cancer. Aspartame will be listed as possibly carcinogenic to humans from next month based on the findings of the WHO's International Agency for Research on Cancer. How did they just find out now? I mean, Diet Coke has been around for a very long time. I'm guessing that whoever makes aspartame or those companies push back on those studies. Who knows? Oh, however... That's weird. Uh, the experts the debated. IARC's decisions have faced criticism for sparking needless alarm in the past. They previously... Yeah, from Aspartame, Inc. They previously <laughs> put working overnight and consuming red meat into its probably ca- cancer-causing class. They think Working that overnight? The yeah. third shift? Red and using mobile John phones and Jeff are possibly cause- cancer-causing. So, no, no, no. They got jealous when they saw you with your mobile phone. Okay, that might be it. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember hearing about that. I was always scared. I think that, like, a lot of times my phone's on my lap. I'm like, you're going to get ball cancer. Oh, right, because this fucking thing. organization that's saying yeah. stop drinking DCs and being on your phone and eating red meat. Robert, Everything causes cancer. Robert Kennedy said yeah. it, cell phones cause cancer. Robert Kennedy says you shouldn't have it by your ear and you shouldn't have it in your breast pocket because oh. it'll get your titty cancer. How about by your leg, though? I have it in my fucking my, my pocket. Back cancer. pocket. Back pocket. is where really? you, If you got to put it somewhere, back pocket. Then you get a yeah, cancer. Yeah, exactly. Then your cheek gets rotted off. <laughs> well, I think you got enough cheek there to hold off the cancer. I mean, Not all just, of us. We're, we're all fucked. We are. I mean, there's all these little signals buzzing around. Even if you don't put your own phone by your bag, somebody else's phone is by you. I don't. You, I don't hold the phone in my head. I hate that. Is there more cancer now than there used to be? I don't know. <laughs> People are living longer, so probably the long. That, the cancer is a thing that in the Roman times when they died in their forties, you probably didn't have as much, but so much of it probably develops as we get older. And all the shit that's in the food. Yeah, yeah. But I want like Wi-Fi. Like in the last thirty years, five G. Yeah, but then again, back then you'd have a sneeze. Five G doesn't do cancer. It does COVID. You'd be dead in two weeks from a cold back then. Like, so. No, but I'm talking about in the last 30 years. Yeah. Like, in the last 30 years, has cancer rates I has to have gone up? Because the, like, scanning, too. The no, scanning's yeah. got way better to, like, determine. Yes, and also, you're right, and also, but smoking has, there's such a push against smoking, so, like, one of the worst things for cancer, the, uh, in the air is cleaner. I don't know, 30 the years. The air's not cleaner because Quebec. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, fucked again point. here today. Are we? Yeah, it's going to get bad here. They're saying it's going to get bad again. What time? It's Quebec. Yeah. What time? (laughs) I don't know. It's supposed to roll in sometime today. It was bad in the Midwest yesterday. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You think something's fishy, Sam? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah? It's interesting. Cancer mortality has declined 33% in the past 30 years. What about actually getting cancer? That's what I'm trying to find. Hoop's right, though. They detect it a lot faster, too. They detect it faster. Yeah, there's probably more cases now. Because more are because being found there's out. There's more detection, yeah. And there's more. There's more of a stress on going. Kind of like how if we stopped counting COVID cases, ah, uh, smart. We wouldn't have COVID anymore. It's Fuck the problem yeah. is all the tests. <laughs> Conspiracy <Yeah>. theft. <laughs> I'm just saying what the president. I mean, the, the president said. did Magnetech. say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The president said if you'd stop testing, we, our rates wouldn't be so high. Which yeah. is that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, Wait, I mean, it is a valid point. It's factual. It's not. Yeah. He's not wrong. Hey, you can't arrest him for lying. Yeah. Why would you arrest him for lying? I don't know. 
<laughs> no, I don't know. Cancer. Death I guess you wouldn't do. So less people are dying of cancer because Diet Coke has been around for a while. Kirk. But if the Diet Kirk, if Diet Kirk, thank I you. Apologize. Josh. But if the cell phones, Wi-Fi, and signals, five G, five G, I apologize, are really causing cancer, you would expect cancer rates to go way up. Yeah. Because there's been so much more of that in the last 10 years. Mm. Between 1999 and 2019, the rate of new cancer cases per 100,000 people declined by nearly 10%. So then how do you explain? People are probably more, again, people, not smoking as much. They're probably more then careful. how can Wi-Fi be that dangerous? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's very fine. That's what, people say this stuff. They're like, yeah, this stuff. And there's never, like... Just look up. Uh, well, maybe me. the effects are slower, though. Maybe it doesn't cause cancer in five years. Maybe it's one of those things. So you're not going to get cancer, except then. It you know, maybe no, if you're exposed to it for X amount of years, twenty-five years. Yeah, or it may be. It may put something in you that just takes a long time to detect, and maybe it's a years and years and years process that we haven't gotten to yet. Like maybe in ten years from now. I mean, I guess it's possible, but how would you know that now? You wouldn't until it happens. So then what are you talking all this shit for? Not you. They're, just, they're, spe they're speculating. Right. There's there are more cases because the population has increased, but the rate is... No, but the percentage is what's yeah. important. Yeah. 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 Per 100 people. Right. The latest report, by the way, does not take into account how much aspartame a person can safely consume. So I think you're fine just having a Diet Kirk every now and then. Every now and then is a treat. Yeah, or yeah. a piece of gum a day. Yeah, a piece of gum a day. A yeah. piece yeah. of chewing have gum. A, have, have a gum. Have a slice of gum a day. One slab of gum a day. It's not going to kill you, Jim. No. You're fine. I don't know, Troy. I'm... I might take this article and go on Rogan and debate RFK. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> It would be funny if Rogan accepted. Yeah. Like, All right, Sam. Yeah, and you're I'm like, the, bro, it says right here it's less cancer. And wouldn't it be funny if you fucking wiped the floor with JF, with RFK <laughs> Jr.? Great. Right. He had no answers. If you're like, dude, the cases have gone up. And he's like, I don't see that. And just fell apart. <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. His voice gets even more creaky. Well, you can suck my God. <laughs> he goes like this. What the hell? He goes like, he goes like this. I'm getting very bad headaches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting very bad headaches. Fred was all to me. Travis print me out three articles and flew to Austin. <laughs> I got the evidence. And where is this from? It's from the UK Telegraph. The Daily Mail. The Daily Mail. It says right here, the Daily Mail. By the way, they found, they pulled up that fucking craft and they found human remains. They think... What they think are human remains. Potential human remains. Sure. I mean, you know, if it's a fucking... You know, if it's a if it's a fucking Yankee hat with hair and it's probably not a jellyfish, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but they said it's not the, the the craft is not as destroyed as they thought it would be. Yeah, those looks like some big pieces. Yeah. So, but but it, maybe it just crushed in. Well, it's imploded. Yeah, a yeah, catastrophic implosion. Catastrophic implosion. Yeah, but it didn't like disintegrate. I guess not. Right. No. They're, they're, yeah, those are fairly large. Which pieces. is great because they can put a lot of it back together and they might be able to find the first stress point. These and things, they can, or go and back they down. Can, yeah, they can reuse it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm thinking the same thing. I'd go, well, what are the odds of it happening twice in a row? 100%. Right. Um, I got invited to go on that, actually. Yeah, I know. I have text messages as well. <laughs> so do I. Blue bubble? Yep. Yep. <laughs> but then he's saying that my friend just sent me a screen grab of when he sent me that. Why don't you just scroll up and take it yourself? I mean, it, it is... I mean, maybe he doesn't have the conversation. It's fishy. 
It's fishy, but also it's a believable excuse. Mr. Beast. I don't believe it for a second. You don't believe that he was invited? No. You think Mr. Beast is lying That's to the That's a terrible general? excuse. I asked my friend to send it to me. If you have to go... No, wait, wait, his wait, friend wait. just sent it. He said his friend just sent it. That's the difference. His friend might have goes, look at this. You remember this? If he says he asked his friend to send it, I agree with you. That's a horrendous excuse. But if his friend just sent it and went, yo, remember, you were supposed to be on this and sent him the screen grab, then it's sharing that I could see. Mr. Beast said he was invited to be on the submersible and sent a screen grab of a text of him talking about it. But they found out they really, very quickly the internet was like, this text is a blue bubble. It's crazy how they pick everything up. Like, what are you texting yourself, bro? Mr. Beast was like... I'll give you $10,000 to stop calling me a liar. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. Yeah. Yeah, he said, my friend sent me the screenshot of when he invited me. Didn't think to scroll up and screenshot our old texts myself. Okay, well, now you can because people yeah, are... Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah people that's like, the part okay, so that's do it weird. Now. So do it now. <laughs> yeah, so do it. Yeah, we're going to your cloud. <laughs> going to the cloud. Well, that he's trying to figure out a way. How do, I, how do I make this? He said he was going to scroll up and do it, but he's got one hand placed on a car to see who wins the airplane. <laughs> yeah. He should have just texted himself for another phone. But then again, the date is cut off it too, right? Yeah, it's like oddly cropped. Yeah, there are people in his comments going like, but weird crop though. Well, can we see the crop? Okay, but now you're showing me a screen grab of a tweet. Hang on. This makes me think that you, Travis, are the one who is suspicious. Is Why is that thing. so weird? Like, Hang on. I'll go to the tweet. Go to the tweet, Travis. I'm doing it, buddy. Because we're, okay, sorry. I, I really you. flew then off the get, handle <clears throat> because there was mi, mi, talk of there was, there was besmirchment of the reputation of one Mr. B. That is that a that weird, is odd crop. Because you also can't tell what side of the phone the blue thing is connecting to. Right. Mm -hmm. Wait, what do you well, mean? Blue is on only on one Blue side. is always on the blue, right. Yeah, blue is always your side. Yeah, blue is always on the right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're your right. Okay. Yes, yes, blue. yes, you're right. Yeah, the text you send. You're correct, yeah, yeah. The white, yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that, though. I didn't even cross my mind when the original story came out. But the kids know. Kid, the kids are so the smart. The kids know what a blue bubble is, because they're looking, too. They're like, also, blue bubble, green bubble, white bubble. They mean different things. Plus, I don't like the word either. Also, Creamy's I'm going broken. to the... Like, what were they talking Creamy's about? In a response to something, because the frame behind, you can see, like, it's, like... Uh, oh, look, faded. it was reacted yeah, to. Yeah, faded, yeah. so he's reacting to So it. what did you... He's responding or, Yeah, what to it, it looks like is that he's... So, oh, so, so his here, friend would have reacted to it. So, yeah. Yes, because you yes. see the bubble above it. Because he goes... But or he's, he or he's long above. pressing on it to take the screenshot. Yeah. To block out the rest of their text. And the bubble... Why so would you, you long press on it? Couldn't you just boop, boop, to push the two buttons and crop? Of course but you could, you but that's why that, this is so suspicious. date and time. Also, I'm going to the Titanic in a submarine later this month. The team would be stoked to have you along. I'm sure you're also welcome to join. Hope we don't die. Yeah. Is that what it says? No. About it? No, oh, Coop. Okay. God damn it, Coop. Coop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll believe anything. Did you graduate from college? <laughs> no, it's not Gra graduate from You say from grammar school wrong. <laughs> Help! Help! What college are you going to? Manhattan College. And they let you in, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. The only one. The only you passed one. high school. I applied to, yes. uh, uh, I think, 13. What is oh, the you went one for 13? <laughs> yeah, one for 13. What is the requirement okay. in Manhattan College? Like, they show you two sneakers, and you have to go determine which is left and right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess this is the wording is also I'm going to the Titanic. Maybe that's how you would say it. I also, I'm going on another note. I'm going to the Titanic in a submarine late this month. Yeah, what are they Who talking conversations with this person that it's like that's an aside. Also, oh, by the way, I almost forgot. Yeah. Do you want to go like, 12,000 feet into the ocean? <laughs> also, would you tell somebody weeks before, wouldn't this be like a very long planned out thing? Not like, yeah. at the end of this month that we're currently in, would you like to come with me on a $250,000 expedition to the Titanic? Hey, by the way, I know you're the biggest YouTube star in the world and you're just constantly busy. How did they fill the seats? If this was a month before the Titanic went down, and the seats are $250... Not before, uh, before the, ti the Titan. The Titan went down. The Titanic yeah. went down. Hold on, Boy, Sam. Don't get me started. Uh-oh. So, the, the, this is a month before... Three weeks before the right. Titan went down. Sure. No, the, they, don't, they don't know when it was. It says... Late this month. I'm going to the Titanic in a submarine late this month. No. This month. I'm going to the Titanic in a submarine late this month. But is he saying... I, he was not saying I was supposed to be on this one, yeah. I think. No, he's just saying he was offered a ride in that thing. Was no. he offered a ride in that thing? He was not saying it was the one that crashed. He wasn't. Well, well then when was it? Watch. What, watch. It, it would... It would, it would I, yeah, he they, literally said, I was invited earlier this month to ride the Titanic submarine. I said no. Kind, kind of, of scary, scary that, that I could have been, been on it. Um, that implication Remember, there, they only do like one of these a year. Right. Right. The implication there is that that was the ride. Because yeah. why would it be scary that he could have been on one that didn't implode? That's not scary at all. Well, just the idea. No, because if you take like it's like people who took TWA Flight 800 the day before, the week before, like fuck, I could have been on. This it's was like, the only yeah, one didn't scheduled take it. for the year. Can you imagine somebody going like TWA 800, whatever? I was gonna take a plane before that, and I didn't. Pretty scary, huh? No. I go like this. You are so far removed from this TWA story, right? The but hell are you talking about? If someone said, and also this is a blue bubble, you weren't. This is somebody else's story. But if someone said, "Hey, you know what? I got invited to Paris. I, I had TWA flight one hundred uh, eight hundred a week earlier. I was on that flight to Paris, wherever it was going." It's not this. No, this is weird. This is weird. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't. Maybe, maybe kind of scary totally that lying. I could have been on it. Yeah, I think I think he's lying about. Oh, okay, thing. he might be. Yeah. Blue bubble. It's a blue bubble. It's a weird crop. The timing makes no sense. He'll have to scroll through it and just take a. He's going to have to do a full map. interview to find out if he holds up under questioning. He'll have to do a full uh, a scroll up. I, I mean, I'm going to need to see Beast. some dates because you can easily just create a text conversation. That's right. I've done it <laughs> to prove I wasn't cheating. <laughs> no, you haven't. Which I have. Were you not cheating? Oh, I was cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I was lying. Oh, good boy phone, naughty boy phone. Yeah, you will have to show the full texts. Yeah, like I'm going to need to see, but I'm going to need dates. to see like dates. Dates. Yeah. Because this isn't the first time you've texted with this guy, so there's going to be... No, it says also right there. Yeah, there's 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 going to be dates. I'm going to the Titanic in a submarine. BTW. Late this month. Then again, the team would be stoked to have you... So he's implying that it's one of this those... This is an Ocean Gate employee. But but then again, wait, who's an ocean? But if, if the, the guy that he's supposedly texting, right? But if the guy is going to the Titanic in a submarine, that implies that guy was on that. Wait a second, this is weird. That text was—he's saying he sent that text to an Ocean Gate employee. Sent it to him. yes, yeah. So then, an, an why, unnamed Ocean Gate staffer. Why would you text but, an Ocean Gate staffer? Uh, we're all on my side now. Wait 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 wait. <laughs> Why would you text an Ocean Gate staffer and say, I'm going to the Titanic in a submarine? Huh? 
He's saying meaning he's sent no, 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 to no. him by the guy. No, right, but saying, why would that guy who worked there yeah, say speak is, like and that? And why is he also... If he if he's saying oh um, I see so that text came to him yeah. sure yeah he but didn't if, send it but from an ocean saying, staffer but um, now it's a blue text yeah. yeah it's a blue text but he's saying that the guy sent a screen grab from his own phone yeah he's saying the employee him. who sent him that text that's why it's blue because he screen grabbed it and sent it back to Mr. Beast because remember I said this to you I guess. But why the, would the Ocean Gate employee send it to? But him? isn't it the Ocean Gate employee who died? If he's going down, maybe like he didn't how go. many went? Right, know. maybe he didn't go, or maybe the last minute the Pakistani guy and his son. Oh yeah, because he says I'm going down. Yeah, so if he's going I, down, it only fit four people. Or then five, he, the five people. Five. Then again, the guy would have said, "Hey, I'm going down to see the Titanic and the Titan. I'm take. I'm going to the Titan." He wouldn't say, "I'm going to go down to see the Titanic in a submarine right. later this month." If you're an employee, you wouldn't speak mm. in those. In those layman's terms, and more if, cracks in this story than the Titan. Like when we, hey, when I asked this Coop, story is having a catastrophic implosion. <laughs> when I asked the Cooper before where he was doing stand up, I didn't say to him. So where exactly are you um, going into a plugged microphone establishment? Right. I talk like we're, we yeah. understand the same language. It's a different way of talking. You wouldn't say in, in a submarine. What the fuck is submarine? I'm going down. The Beatles. Do you think no, they say yellow sub even after 10 minutes. And does that Boo. would... <laughs> wow. So obviously that Stafford didn't go down. Weird. That joke did. <laughs> that joke, unfortunately, didn't work. Obviously that Stafford didn't go down. And obviously Mr. Beast didn't go down. So you mean to tell me the two people on that... Because you couldn't have fit two more people on the submersible. No, no, no one else would have fit. Five was the max. So you're telling me that within the last three weeks, two of those people bought those tickets within the last three weeks and nobody has reported by the way they just bought these tickets don't you think that would have been a story if they just made the decision within the last month yep. to get on this thing and then it was a catastrophic implosion because who else like literally you had the billionaire and the owner of the company and the french explorer who had been down there many times who they probably wanted to bring to impress the billionaire but he just and decided, the Pakistani rich guy. Like those, but he you know, just decided 10 days ago. Yeah, 10 days ago. They said, hey, we'll we get got, this expert who's been down there 30 times. We got two freed up seats because we're not letting the staffer go because he can't get Mr. Beast to go. Also, I'm going to the Titanic in a submarine later this month. What the fuck? You'd say a sub. Or, or you, something. Uh, you'd say, oh, I'm going down on the Titan. I'm, I'm, I'm heading down on the... Uh, we're going down to see the Titanic. You wouldn't have to say in a submarine. There you go. We, we would, yeah. We had that. What are you scuba diving? Yeah, it's very weird. That is kind of weird. Like that would be like if you said to Coop, like, "Oh, you're going to the Broadway Comedy Club to do stand-up comedy." Like, no, right. you just say you're going to the. You're going to Broadway, Broadway to do stand-up, yeah. Right. Or you're doing a set at Broadway. A set of what? Stand-up comedy? Yes, you're doing a set. <laughs> you, so you're performing a set of stand-up comedy material? <laughs> oh, Mr. Beast. This is, yeah. It's he's, suspicious. It is suspicious because he goes, I, I didn't think to scroll up. Instead of just saying, like, I got rid of I don't have the chat anymore. Or I didn't think to save it. Because now that implies he still has it. Well, now that you've thought of it, you right, should. So yeah, now now scroll up and, and take Go on and give us a little scroll, if you don't mind. Yeah. Scroll to scroll. Oh, Mr. Beast. Oh, Mr. You, you better give people the sense of smell back or something like that to recover from this. Free burgers for everyone. Better, yeah. And by the way, let me tell you something about Mr. Beast, okay? I go into these gas stations, and they have the Mr. Beast chocolate bars. They are tiny and cost $3. What, are they selling out the vibe? Yeah, it's crazy. 
the value proposition <laughs> on these D's nuts, Mr. Beast chocolate yeah, bars. Cool. Yes. That's cool. It's cool, and I bought it one because it's Mr. Beast. <laughs> and who's cooler than Mr. Beast? You love... You you love social media brands. Well, I wanted to text you hot do. dog and be like, yeah. pretty cool, huh? You yeah. like you like Logan Paul's energy drink. Yeah, Prime. Well, if you get sick, all, I hope you go for Twitter chemo. <laughs> chemo. <laughs> first of all, chemo. <laughs> 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 bubble up. I almost drooled. <laughs> first of all, are you talking Prime Energy or are you talking the hydration drink, the sports drink? Prime is two different drinks. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I just uh, think Amazon. What else is new? Please, I saw him at Walmart. Did you get yours at Walmart? Yeah. I got mine in. Uh, uh, oh, is that a bigger? Is that was it a nice size or was yeah, it a small? Big one. Oh no, I seen they have small ones in the gas station. What do you got? The one point two three ounce one? Yeah, and they don't. That's cost, a tiny ass one. And they don't cost. Yeah, they're tiny, and they don't cost a dollar forty nine in a gas station. They cost three dollars. Oh, this is Target. See, I gotta go to Target because I went no, to Walmart. Mobile on the Run. Walmart's got it popping. They do. Yeah, and they're Florida big Walmart. Right. No wonder they're big. That's all on a whole other level. Yeah, they probably cost 75 cents, and they're the size of a house. They probably got fireworks there, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should break, by the way. Daddy needs a toilet. <laughs> well, don't piss on the clock. You just pointed at the clock. Yeah. Well, I meant to say break. Look at the time. Yeah, no. I would go on the whole show without breaks, but... No, you can't, though. You got to say the host needs a break for the toilet. The toilet? We have to take a toilet break. That's why it's less about the time and more, but you should point down the hall to the bathroom. Yeah, but that's just weird. I need the toilet. I'm pointing at Troy. <laughs> I'm making a statement about his work ethic. Uh, we have to... Uh, so, uh, the Sunday, the uh, 16th, I'll be down in Austin. Thanks to everyone who came last night to the Fat Black. It was unbelievable. Um, and then... Uh, August 12th, I'll be in Albuquerque. September 28th, I will be in Toronto. We'll be right back. Stay there. It, 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 it. It's Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Back after this. Jim and Sam are back now. Jim and Sam are back now. Welcome back. Club Jim and Sam. Rufus DeSalt. Some people would call this Danger Mouse, but uh, those people would be incorrect. You're talking about Travis, mainly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Happy Thursday, everybody. I watched some of that... Uh... I hate this music right now. <laughs> you do? You're not having a good time? No, I'm not. <laughs> you also don't do MDMA. Yeah, we'll pump it back up. Yeah, I, I, I like club music, but I don't like this. We or should electronic. We should all do some MDMA and listen to this. And I'll hang out together. That'd be awesome. They should sell it in the vibe. Oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> they need music in the vibe. They the vibe marketplace. The vibe It'd be cool if you walked in and this music this was playing. This playing, yeah. Yeah. We could turn the lights on and off real quick. Troy, you should see if you can get booked to DJ the vibe. <laughs> I'd be down. <laughs> you would, right? Maybe Brian DiNicola would come. It'd be awesome. You see Jim McClure in the corner of the vibe with a fucking a heroin stupor, just spinning a fucking glow stick. <laughs> Five o'clock in the morning, dude. We're trying to close down the club. What are you still doing here? He's in a K-hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how'd that B-hole get in a K-hole? <laughs> <laughs> that guy looks like he's a little, a little toasty over there. What? You got some of those mushroom chocolates in there. Oh, oh yeah. That would set the vibe right. Yeah. 
Aren't they like, uh, isn't the FDA looking at approving hallucinogenic mushrooms? I hope so. Wasn't there a story about hallucinogenic mushrooms? It's starting to go like state by state. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're legal in Oakland, I know. Have you traveled to Oakland? Uh, no. You uh, thinking about it? I was. I did a gap year out in San Francisco, and that's what everyone was so excited about. You know what? It about. doesn't shock me even <laughs> slightly that Coop did a gap year. Can you imagine somebody with the intellect of Coop <laughs> needing to take a year to find himself? That's what's wrong, yes. by the way. And you went to we Oakland? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All fucking places. He, he backpacked through Oakland. <laughs> almost broke your own neck in your gap here. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> I went to Peru and then Oakland. Uh, yeah, San Francisco. Why Oakland? I've, I've always wanted to see Peru and Oakland. <laughs> Oakland is not the best play case for what, what things work with society and dollars. Yeah. It's such a violent... That's why Coop couldn't get into any other colleges except Manhattan. They went like... So what'd you do in your gap year? He's like, well, I went to Oakland. <laughs> you know they're about to make mushrooms legal? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, okay, I mean, Oakland. Well, Peru too, but mainly Oakland. <laughs> How did you convince your parents that this is a good idea? Uh, they were they were kind of like, all right, uh, you're not kind of ready to go to college right away. And uh, so they go were to like, Oakland to do mushrooms. <laughs> you need to find something to do. And then like, I just oh, they're thought, worried about it. They were like, trying to send him somewhere dangerous. They're like, do you want to go to Port-au-Prince? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Coop's. And this is no offense to you, Coop. We like you. We like you a lot. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay, then. All right. So now I can. I think this is a safe space, Sam. I think Coop's parents are waiting to see the spark. <laughs> you know the spark? He's finding himself. You know the, the spark, except like a lot of parents don't realize that the spark is supposed to come early and be You think nurtured. he's a little AJ? Oh, Not that. I would never okay. put that upon anybody. Okay. Okay. Put this behind there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, Jim. Here. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, I no. think... Uh, okay. I think I I think the I didn't think of that. Yeah, there's a severed torso and about to have a teenage guest. It's probably a good move. Yeah, I just thought of that. Yeah, no, no, no. I we shouldn't we don't put that out every morning anymore, just in, in case. I just What about your stress levels? It's gonna be where the hell are you He's, I know, what are you it? doing? He's actually dropping it in a submersible. <laughs> well we have a suitcase. Oh okay. <laughs> I forgot about the yeah. luggage. Yeah, I think Coop's, I think Coop's parents were waiting for him to find the spark. Like they're like, you know, there's a lot of potential here. Once he finds his passion, mm. that's when he's really going to be great. So yeah. he'll find it in Oakland. Well, they realized that after high school, he hadn't he hadn't quite found it. What's that thing that makes him him? Yeah. And so they're like, well, he's not ready for college. I guess if he wants to go to Oakland. What was your, what was your other uh, travel options? The Cabrini Green Projects? <laughs> oh, no, so... Uh, Salvador. Uh, you always went to San Francisco like as like a second portion, but then they had five options of where they would send you first. Who? Uh, like I did like a program called Yuron. It was like a gap year where like you did it with like 20 other people. What and a so, hustle. And so we mm -hmm. all... What a total hustle. Man. Gap year? Parents gotta wake the fuck up. Just stop spending money and parenting your kids. Right. Just like we offer a program. If you don't think your kid is ready, if your kid's not ready for college, the hell have you been doing for the last eighteen years? God bless your folks, Coop. God bless. <laughs> no, they didn't have a lot. It was on me. Like I yeah. completely like. I I uh. In it's high like school, out in high school, they didn't have the most oh, moldable it, uh, clay. So, That's fair. That's fair. So in high school, <laughs> they got it uh, done. 
I I didn't do well like at all in high school, and what? my solution instead of getting better grades was I got really good at Photoshop and would Photoshop my report card before I gave it to my parents. Good for cool. I respect <laughs> that. That kind cool. of honestly that rules, dude. Yeah. And so they thought like, and they found out by the school calling and being like, "Hey, he's in danger and not graduating." And we were like, <laughs> "Oh, is that bad?" Yeah, we were like, uh, "It wasn't like C's were yeah. becoming B's." <laughs> no, it was no. Like, it was like D's were becoming A pluses. Yeah, he's nuts. And, uh, so I. I remember, like they they called my folks to be like, "Hey, he might not graduate." And my parents were like, "But doesn't he have like a three O?" And the woman exactly did what just Travis just did, laughed before he even got the number out. And they were like, "We need to have a meeting about this." Well, yeah, because at some point it's well, going to come to a head. What was the plan? <laughs> For you, right? uh, I I was I was gonna just I had gotten into one college was gonna take it to the grave and then when your parents kind of find that out, they're like you are not ready at all for college. I see. Yeah. I mean you're kind of ready. Let's send them something. <laughs> yeah, I mean you've learned how to kind of you've learned how to patch things together and make it through. I mean what else they gonna teach you in college? You're scamming. That's good. Yeah. And like you know Photoshop, so you can make thumbnails for people. So that's really if you know how to scam and make thumbnails. I can't imagine you not being successful in life. Yeah. That's kind of what it's, it's bullshit. boiled down to. Hot dog can't make thumbnails. It's kind of boiled down. <laughs> I don't, he's not my thumbnail. I have a different thumbnail guy. Okay? I've, I've uh, uh, outsourced it. You outsource I've outsourced yeah. the thumbnail. Did he not do a good job? Well, I found somebody who did it more reliable. I thought he did a good job. They he, doesn't, he doesn't like bog it down with information. I, 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 I outsourced it to somebody who did it more reliably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You see, like when Sam Roberts now goes up, I do my show on YouTube every Friday. Clips so look great. Hot dog didn't do the clips; those are outsourced. Oh, I, th I always thought hot dog. No, did I, have it. A, I have a clip guy, and then also have a thumbnail guy. Oh, and not I, hot dog. No, and then also I have hot dog. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. You got to play people's strengths and understand what they are, right? And sometimes you have to outsource other. Some people have no strengths. That's possible, <laughs> but sometimes you have to outsource other, other, yeah, yep. other, other points of business I understand but every Saturday morning Sam Roberts now has a thumbnail up and it's a really nice thumbnail right right it looks great right I couldn't that couldn't be counted upon other people but the thumbnail guy now are you saying has, the old guy didn't do a good thumbnail job the reliability and the overextension oh. became an issue yeah. you know I'm glad you found somebody good Competent, somebody competent. Competent, yeah. A lot more chairs. That's his name. Coop, you could do thumbnails, though. Yeah. See? Did you tell that to your parents? <laughs> yeah, that's guys. Kinda... I can do thumbnails, and I scammed you. Like, don't you think I can figure this out? It's a good skill to have. It, it was at the point where I remember I came in before my parents came in to talk to him, and I told my assistant principal, who he didn't really care for me too much. And Is I it remember because you kept lying about your grades. No, th this was when like there was one teacher who knew, and she kind of was like. This is terrible, but right. I'm not going to fuck your life up. And Sirius and was just like, yeah, you could definitely have an internship here. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I kind of shied away from this information. <laughs> <laughs> I don't include this stuff. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Uh, very smart. smart. Yeah, said, so he knows how to get through. Exactly. He got here. That's a good <laughs> skill. He's here now. Yeah. I mean, That's I, a good skill. It's 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 the most important skill some could Of course, because every job you're going to come up against things. You're not sure how to do this or what the how do I make my stupid boss happy? Half of it is shoestringing together and bullshitting and going look that that's a lot of life. Do you know how to video edit? Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. I you do, could uh, you could you could go to work right now. You're in the comedy scene. Yep. If you can video edit and do thumbnails, yep. every comic right now is hopelessly looking for help on their on their social media presence, right? Like are there so many comics still that impossible like impossible to find good people under age of 25 who can who actually do the work. Right, because they're all like and comics don't know how to do it. They've no. spent all their time figuring out how to make jokes into microphones. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you're good to go, dude. Congrats. Yeah. Woo! Scamming didn't do too bad. For no, 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 no. Scamming, scamming's the best go you could ever have. What type of material do you do? Um, Blue. I hope not. Uh, yeah. Do yeah. you use salty language? No. Oh yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, no. Our guest is very. It's a teenager, so you can't use. Don't salty use salty. Language. <laughs> no salty language. <laughs> Don't use your salty language. No salty the language. <laughs> Let's make sure, Mike. Will you keep an eye on Coop? Make sure he doesn't. Yeah. Cost I'll be hovering over the dump button. Thank you yeah. for Coop. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Also, she'll be in studio, so I don't know what the dump button would be. Yeah, exactly. Well, we don't want people to know. No, that's true. What kind of grievous errors have been. That's true. That would be even worse. Yes. We have our guest coming in. Lily Lily Gottfried is here, the 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 daughter of the late great Gilbert Gottfried, a friend of ours, uh, who uh, has made a, a short film, right? The Hidden Talent of Gilbert Gottfried, available today on YouTube or by going to gilbertgottfried.com? Yeah, I did. Um, I made a short documentary about my father because no one knew he was actually like a really talented artist. And I wanted like his fans and other people to be inspired by that and know that you can be creative in more than one way. It's weird, too. I, I never knew that he had any type of art. Like I didn't know he drew or did any of that stuff. Um, were you surprised with how people saw your dad compared to how he really was? A hundred percent. Like Out on the stage, he was very different to how I knew him personally. He was like this sweet dad at home. He was very like shy and quiet. But the minute he got out on stage, he was like this like super loud guy. Like you would never know. That was the funny part too. I'd see him at the comedy cellar and he'd be at the table just very quiet having a wine and you go, hey Gilbert, oh, oh, hi. (laughs) He was just such a different person. Um, But I didn't know he had artistic ability at all. And the stuff you showed is so interesting. Yeah. but it seems like that's exactly what Gilbert would have drawn. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Like it's a way to like see inside of his mind and like see all of his thoughts like written on paper. Are you like him at all or is your brother like him? Um my brother definitely has his more like outgoing personality. I feel like I kind of have like more of a shy personality, but once you get to know me, I kind of open up more. And I think that's with him also. Yeah, I think I even I, I think your dad seemed like he was kind of shy when he was he had like a persona, right? Like he yeah. was very outgoing with his persona, but the real person was a totally different entity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've taken like little shuttles to hotels and stuff with him and he was never loud in the car. But then it's like, you know, on stage, it's like, who is this monster? <laughs> it's, a, it's a completely different... How old were you when you got to see his his comedy and got more acquainted with the way so much of the world knew him? I don't know really what age, but I feel like I kind of... Like, when I was definitely, like, very young, I would, like, walk with him on the street and fans would come up to us and I would be like, how are you friends with everyone? Like, I thought they were all his friends. Like, I wasn't very, like, open to it. But... I guess, like, as I got older and matured, like, my mom would let me come to, like, some of his comedy shows, but I could only watch it for five minutes until the set got dirty, and then she, like, had to cover my ears. Yeah, yeah. 
And then it, it, it is funny, though. It's like, I know that he'll be okay for five minutes. And then it just, once it starts going down, it's going to keep going and going and going. Now, do you have any, because uh, obviously you've, you've, you've kind of, you put this together. This was your idea to do this? Yeah, yeah. Um, was it something that you always thought of? Like, hey, somebody should talk about this? Or was it after that he, he passed away, you're like, you know what? I want people to know this. I, like, never really thought about it before until he passed away, honestly. But, like, in school, we had, like, a project to create a documentary, and that was, like, automatically the first thing that I thought of in my mind. I don't know how, honestly, because I never thought of it before. Had you ever thought of doing documentaries about anything before or producing things? Um, Producing things, yes, but I never really thought I would make a documentary. And how did you like doing it? Um, In the beginning, I didn't really like it because there was so much information I had to tell, and it took like a while to put everything together. I had to redo it like three times. It was a lot of effort, and I was like about to quit, but like my mom like convinced me that this is like a good idea. Like yeah. this is like about your dad. Like all of his fans are gonna like it, and that like convinced me more. And in the end, I'm so happy that I did it. Yeah, it's really interesting with him too. I feel like there was like. His fans were so rabidly fans of his, but also when people got to know him a little bit more, like the documentary that came out, right, that, that kind of explained who he was more as a person. You got to see his home life. You got to see him stealing bottles of shampoo from hotels. Like You got to see all this other stuff that you never got from him on stage. It seemed like people just ate that up, so it's not surprising that people are still fascinated by all these different parts of who this person was. Yeah, like there's so much more of him that you can learn. And I think the documentary, like the art documentary, but also <laughs> like his like documentary about his life gave so much more of an insight to like his home life and who he was like to his family. And by and, and to congratulations too, you won, um, I'm, I'm really getting old and blind. Uh, it's an eight minute short and uh, you won the silver medal at the New York Alliance Film Festival. And you want and again, honorable mention at the Student World Impact Film Festival. That's gotta feel great to like this is the first thing you do, it's about something so important to you and people are like really recognizing it as good. Well, I'm really glad like people like it. Like I feel like that like kinda shows it also. So that makes me happy. What did you redo about? Like what was something you did the first time that you like I didn't like how that came out? Um what made it hard was that I had to put all the information in one like place kind of and it was very like complicated because there was so much stuff I had to put in and like when I finally like sat down and wrote it all out like wrote a storyline and everything it made it easier but at first it was just very complicated like there was a lot of things in my head and you I guess you run out everything you were gonna say and then you said okay I'm gonna show this then uh, did you decide, uh, did you write out the script first or did you like line up all the shots first and go, okay, I'll, I'll do this in reverse? Um, I wrote the script first, but what made it hard at first was I kind of put in all the pictures and everything and then it made it more confusing because I didn't know what I was going to say for each. Right, yeah, you just got a bunch of, you have to talk about one and then all of a sudden it moves and then you're like, yeah. oh, you're still talking yeah. about it and the next one's up. Yeah, I would I would have done a terrible job. Yeah. You think so? Uh, yeah, I would have sucked. <laughs> I mean, this is actually really good. I saw it, um, your mom sent it to me and it was, it was actually, I was like, this is actually very good. Not that I didn't think it would be good, but you never know what something's going to be. But it was very easy to watch. I was like, oh, I wish it was a little longer, like, which is nice. Are you allowed to uh, go on YouTube and, and search for your dad's, like, uh, material radio rants and stuff like that because that's I mean 
something that I feel like he became really known for is just the roles, right? The roles that he would go on. Yeah. If, if <laughs> there was not when Gilbert was in studio, it was like once the joke started, there was not and he was on fire. Yeah. Coming up with another punchline and another punchline and another punchline. I mean, the best. I like really respected that about him. Like I wish I had I like could do that, but I I guess I have like other ways. Yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, your dad was a very unique thinker. Very. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just shouting the most offensive punchlines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you actually could do that if you just stood in the subway and screamed at people and yeah, then walked yeah. by. <laughs> Are you creative in any of the, like like? Or, or does your brother? Did either one of you want to be performers or or have a, a comedy desire or or acting or anything like that? Um, my brother, like, I think he wanted to, like, go to MIT for a second when he was, like, seven, and then he wanted to do something with video games, but honestly, I think he could be, like, a really good performer, because he's very outgoing, and for me, personally, I definitely want to work, like, somewhere in the film industry. Do you know what you want to do? Like, do you, do you want to be in front of the camera or behind it? Like, both. I'm not sure, because I could take acting classes and get better at that, or like for my whole life I've always liked to like film stuff and direct so you've been filming stuff since you were like really young yeah yeah and you're in high school now yeah so what is what is next for you like you, you're gonna finish school in a few years and then like what do you want to do after that do you want to go to college or do you want to just start working yeah I want to go to college so definitely some place that like has a good like film place right like NYU or something yeah. you know in high school Coop used to photoshop his report cards his parents didn't know he was about to fail high school we just found that out before yeah. you walked in did you ever photoshop your report cards no the, yeah okay, no, you actually just did well no yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah he also his uh, parents sent him to the slums of California Oakland. for a year Oakland yeah because they didn't trust him to go to college so I'm like what you're doing now. If you're not giving yourself enough credit, understand like that that you are so far above the bar <laughs> from what we're used to with people your age. It's it's pretty remarkable, you know. So congrats, and congrats. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> also, we should mention that the, uh, the film is free, but you can donate uh, to. The, I'm going to make sure I say this right. The Gilbert Gottfried uh, Myotonic Dystrophy Type Two Research Fund. Is that correct? Uh, thehiddentalent.org so if you want to you know uh, help a cause that you know obviously affects a lot of people um, and that, it's got to feel good like when, when something sad happens or we're grieving like to be able to do something creative to kind of make sense out of it I mean that's a really good thing I mean it was definitely my way to like I guess cope with it and understand him more but I also really wanted like other people to see that he had all these other talents. Does your brain work the way his worked at all? Like either, not necessarily on stage, but as a person off stage? Yeah, I think 100%. Like, um, he was sometimes like a very person, very hard person to talk to. Like I couldn't have like very like honest, like world conversations about him. But I feel like it was kind of like this subconscious thing that I kind of felt like we connected very well. Well, you, I mean, he had a genius brain, and it just, genius brains work yeah. strange. They're not as, yeah. you know what I mean? They're not, okay, they're not amazing at this, but like at that, you know, like there's probably nothing you could have told him that he would have thought was crazy either. Yeah. So that, you know, there's the, your mom is the stable, like, you know, let's be honest. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, every family, there's the stable one, and then there's the other one. And, yeah. Did yeah. he ever do his Alan Thick impression at home? <laughs> Maybe like one time. I might have heard it when they were doing like the podcast at home. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of my favorites. The, 
the Alan Thicke. He did Celebrity Wife Swap. Yes, he did. With, yeah. with Alan Thicke's uh, significant other. And he, she didn't like that he kept doing the Alan Thicke impression to her. <laughs> she found it insulting. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I like was there when they were filming it, so I probably heard it when he was at home. Did you know that if your dad found something that uh, that was uh, annoying other people, that he would gladly do it over and over just to kind <laughs> yes, of... Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> and I, I like had that personal experience at home, too. What would annoy you that he, that he might do? Was it something, a phrase, or was it something he would... Um, I don't remember, but I, I just remember the fact that if he, like, said a phrase, we would say, like, again, again, and then he would just say it over and over again until it, it annoyed my mom so much. <laughs> Which was probably after twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as kids, kids love redundancy, so when you're a kid, over and over, there's never too many times when you're young. Never, yeah. Plus, there's also that thing of he would do it so many times that it's like, it's not funny anymore. But he keeps doing it until, okay, it's funny again. It's funny yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a shelf life where it, it dies, but then it comes back. And right. And he just plowed right through it, which was great. Yeah. Now, are are you uh, are you good in school, or is this like the, the, the best thing you're doing, or, or is it not your thing? Um, Like, it's been a hard year, because I moved, like, from Florida back to New York, and I'm going to, like, a new school and everything. So, my grades this year definitely weren't at, like, its peak, but I feel like this was kind of a way to like show my abilities more but and they weren't like i have to photoshop my report card bad no no <laughs> all right, all right. i just want to make sure because yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you miss i you probably miss your friends but do you miss florida or do you prefer new york um it's i don't know because i like new york and like the whole like city life and everything but it's definitely been like a harder year than last year and I do miss like my friends from Florida and I liked like being able to just like open the door and walk outside. How hard is it at 16 to make new friends? Like when you move to a new place, I mean that's got to be a nightmare. Yeah, Jim it's... was just saying yesterday you can't make any 16-year-old friends anymore. <laughs> I know. I'm on TikTok, I do funny dances, they go you fat boomer. <laughs> <laughs> But if, if you're, yeah, it's, it just seems impossible. Like, I, I moved once or twice when I was a kid and then never again. But it was just, it always sucks going to a new school and meeting new people. Yeah, it's definitely hard because last year I feel like it was kind of easy. I was going into ninth grade and, like, kind of everyone was new. Right. So I found, like, my crew pretty easily. But going to a new school where everyone's been there for, like, years and they all known each other for years, it's definitely hard. Can I ask your opinion? As a 16-year-old, this is a conversation that has been happening around here lately. Uh, Troy is, uh, well, he's going through like a late midlife crisis, and he's been in, like, he's found new pop music, you know, and he's coming up with all these ridiculous opinions on music that is really designed for young people. And he's been running around here insisting that Zane is the number two in One Direction. And to Travis and I, this sounds ridiculous, right? Like, it's clearly Niall. But Troy is, like, up and down insisting it's Zane. Can, I mean, you seem like you'd probably be the authority on this more than any of us. Um, I think I prefer Zane. Wow. There we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. She knows what's up. That's... That's there real strong. That's real strong. All right. Unpopular I, opinion, but oh, that's oh, that's unpopular though. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't listen to One Direction that much, but I do know enough to say that it's sane. Do you not like them because they're a little too childish? Uh, I don't know. Be like I Harry Styles. No. Whoa. <laughs> 
Where it's like, how come you don't I mean, like I, him? I don't, I don't hate him. No, 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 no. I don't no, no, listen no. to him that Right, much. right. It's just, he's, who do you, who are you listening to? Uh, older music. Because you're cool. Yeah. And also probably because you grew up with all these older influence, like older movies. Do you watch older movies? Did your father ever make you like, or ask you yes. to watch older films? I, yeah. I watched like a lot of monster old movies. Old Abbott and Costello, yeah. old Lon yeah. Chaney <laughs> stuff. Yes, yes, yes. It is funny, right? Like yes. someone, who's, someone who's like 40 might not have seen a lot of those things, but because your dad, he just kind of like loved everything before 1980. I yeah, think. yeah. I liked growing up with that, like having that experience and, and like seeing all these like movies and like hearing about all these like, like artists and stuff. Like I have a record player and I like went to the store and I just bought like all these like old records. Do you still like old movies or are you kind of done with them? Old movies? Not really, but I can't, I stuck with the, the music. Which is like what, what music? Uh... Like, I listened to Radiohead, which isn't really that old, but I like well, that. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it it's is. older than I yeah. think people realize, yeah. Yeah. you know, it is, you know. Yeah, a lot of, like, Beatles and stuff, and then I, like, in the records I got, they're definitely, like, way too old for me to know, but mm. my mom listened to a lot of the music, so she's gonna, like, put me on to that. Isn't it crazy how the Beatles, like, I, I can't think of any band that, like, uh, generationally, like, just works for every every I mean, group of young people. Like, I'm it sure they're not... It holds up. They're timeless. They, they really hold up. Like, do 100%. other people in your age group like them, or they look at you like, what are you listening to? No, I think a lot of people definitely like them, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I can't think of anyone else that... Bob Marley seems to cross over, like, every race. I Bob also, Marley kind of equally crosses over, and the Beatles, it's with the, with the age. I also think that especially now there's so much more exposure to older music where you can find it like when we were growing up like you wouldn't go and buy a cd of like an older band but if it were just online right if it we're just on spotify or youtube i guess if it you might just be easier it. to find it like it's easier to find like radiohead even though it's 30 years old than whatever when we were growing up you know stuff from the 60s i'm not going to go buy the mamas and the papas i just bought the mamas and the papas did you really yeah <laughs> <laughs> you what on Spotify? Uh, I got a re I got like their album record. You bought a record? Yeah. A stupid question. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> and you really like it? Yeah. I I haven't listened to it on like my record player, but yeah. But do you, you like it? Do you like the sound? Because there's this whole thing now with records where people are like, I like the full rich sound. Do you, Do you see a difference between that and listening on your phone? Yeah, it's more like clear. I feel like it's more like fake, kind of like too like perfect i guess when it's on your phone mm -hmm. i feel like on a record it kind of gives it more of that like scratchy like richer feeling yeah that that feel that little crackle yeah there's a little crackle that yeah. happens on a record which i hated because i grew up with it there's something tangible about it i guess so yeah and it does have a nice rich sound right but i mean once i got like digital music i'll never go back yeah because yeah. wait till you start having albums skip do any of your records skip where they just keep playing the same thing over and over it drives you crazy I haven't had that happen. Okay, if it does, <laughs> you'll think of this moment if it happens, and you go, "Yeah, yeah, records suck. I hate records." Um, I also now. Do you have any more festivals that you're entering this in, or like what happens with this now? Because it's it's obviously gotten such a good response. Um, I applied to a bunch, so I guess we'll see what happens. Oh, you have to send it out and see if they're going yeah, to. Yeah. Are you nervous watching it in front? Because I hate watching anything I do, and so does everybody else. But yeah. I hate watching that in front of people. 
Um, it's a little bit scary, but I guess, like, through my experiences so far, like, being at a film festival, I kind of imagine myself as the audience watching it instead of, like, that I, like, made this film. And I, it makes it easier. Right, because you're just kind of narrating something. It's not like your 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 jokes or your paintings or your pictures. It's just you're just telling somebody about somebody yeah, else. Yeah. You're, it's by the way, it's a, as we said earlier, it's available on uh, on YouTube uh, right now. If you want to check it out on on Gilbert Gottfried's YouTube channel, um, I know that you also helped him with his social media, which could not have been an easy task. Because uh, Jim, I'm sure you remember that we he was on Zoom with us a few times during the pandemic, but yep. there was there was one time where you guys left him alone to get on Zoom with us, and I mean, the whole show we're on live. The, the whole show was just Gilbert fumbling with his Zoom cameras trying to figure out how to get connected and us watching him going like, no, you're on, you're on, you're on. And he, what do we, what, no, I think, what do we... I don't, I don't see you. And then, then your mom would come in and fix it. And go, oh, okay, here yeah. we go. Yeah, it couldn't have been the easiest process to get him involved with technology um he isn't good at technology which is why i kind of told him what to do and filmed everything and made all the ideas <laughs> so like i think his fans definitely liked it because it was a lot of more like modern humor that was popular like on tiktok at the time like i got him almost like a million followers and really? a ton of likes so he was definitely like it was very fun for me yeah. To do his social media? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be, like, we talked about this before you came in, like, we're all older, so we didn't grow up with social media. Some of us older than others. Yeah, I would be the, the oldest person in the room. <laughs> um, but he looks older. He looks, <laughs> which is horrible for him. Um, Fair. <laughs> um, growing up with social media, like, are you, like, because everybody gets in trouble, are you afraid of, like, what jokes you might make, or are you really careful about everything you write because you see what happens? Yes and no. I feel like I could be more careful, but in terms of like some of the stuff I put out, I feel like I have like a good judgment. That you're not going to say anything stupid. No. Do you watch what your friends are doing and go like, oh, their life's going to be ruined in a week? Uh, <laughs> maybe sometimes. Anonymous teens getting canceled. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you see somebody, right? Like I'll see sometimes a person make a joke and I'm like, oh. Yeah. There, there's definitely like a lot of like controversial information that's put out on TikTok. There is, oh, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you're on TikTok. Yeah. Do you, uh, what do you, what do you post? Do you post jokes? Do you post real life? Conspiracy theories? Um, not really. Facts, truths? <laughs> I guess just like my life on TikTok. Oh. But, um, for my dad, I had definitely more of like the comedy. Like, I feel like I could post, I, no, honestly, I feel like I could never post like comedy stuff because it was his whole like personality and like who people knew him as so it was so much easier to make videos for him yeah yeah and and it's and it's great to get his content out to an entirely new generation in this way that people are consuming content is incredible but it's also like it's got to be wild for you because like disney cartoons last forever like every yeah, like yeah. when you're every kid still grows up with disney cartoons i'll show my kids the same cartoons that i watched so like when you realize that your dad's the parrot in Aladdin. That's not a typical thing for a child to grow no. up with. That had to be a wild experience. I've watched the movie a lot when I was younger. Yeah. But I feel like I never really thought 
that much of it. Because but, he's not screaming like a parrot around the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> were, you, were you able to make that connection? Like, you knew it was him, but would you hear that and go, oh, that's dad, or would it just be kind of part of the movie? Part of the movie, yeah. It wasn't until I, like, grew up more and, like, until people would come up to me and say, like, oh, my God, that's your dad. Like, he was, like, my entire childhood. And then it kind of, like, clicked. Do you ever see Problem Child? Yes. He was great. I love man. Problem Child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I was, was that. Is that Macaulay Culkin? No, 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 no. That's uh, John Ritter, and uh, I don't know what the kid's name was. He was mainly famous for Problem Child. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's great. Gilbert plays the principal. Do you do you like to see, too, like you've, your dad gets so many nice tributes, and nobody has a bad thing to say about him. Like, it's very rare for comedians, like for no one to have a bad thing to say, but no one has anything negative to say about your, your father. Like That's got to make you feel good if you see all these nice tributes and pe- the kind of the, uh, the uh, uh, respect people have for your father. Yeah, it makes me really happy. It does. Yeah, and I feel like, well, he's definitely made like a lot of, controversial jokes over the years uh-huh. but <laughs> but it, but in the end in the end people think he's like even funnier so there yeah. was a commitment he had to it and there was an odd like he was a very smart guy but there was almost the innocence of it was that you knew he really was just trying to be funny like even yeah, people who got yeah. pissed off at him no one ever thought he was trying to be hurtful. Like, he would just say these things that people would be like, oh, but you just knew, like, that. Ah, all right, I guess that one missed. But everyone, I think, knew that his intention wasn't to be hurtful. Yeah, like, he would kind of, like, go and do his shows, and, and I think there was this one time that he made, like, an offensive joke on stage, and people were booing him, and then he was like, okay, well, this can't get any worse, so he made an even worse joke, <laughs> and then, and then like, the whole crowd laughed. Yeah. Because he literally gives you the choice, like, this is how this is gonna yes, go. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm You're, acknowledging that you don't like this. Yeah. It can get worse. Like, he yeah. doesn't really care what other people think, and I, like, respected that about Honestly, him. Honestly, yeah. It's it, so great. And if he did care, he hit it better than anyone I've ever seen. 100%. Because if they're booing you for something, you say that's offensive. He basically gave them a choice. Like, yeah. you're going to continue to boo, and I'm going to get worse and worse, or, or you're just going to realize <laughs> we're going to have a good time. That yeah. was a great way to handle it because he almost couldn't be offensive the worse he got as he would go on. Like the, Sam said, those roles, you'd be like, it's not offensive. It's such a ridiculous thing. You know that he doesn't mean it. Was his uh, reluctancy to spend money and uh, search of value in terms of strictly money his cheapness was it ever uh, <laughs> was it ever embarrassing on like family trips or anything uh no because i feel like people kind of had that impression like growing up he would always take me to the dollar store and we would like pick out little toys together <laughs> Can you so imagine? It was being definitely, in the it was definitely go, a bonding experience. <laughs> Gilbert got yeah. in, in the dollar store. Oh, it's you? a basket. Yeah. <laughs> so, would there be times when you guys were out and your mom would have to go, look, no, we can't. We have to. Yeah. What a move, though. Can we go to the toy store? Yeah, let's go to the toy store. It's the dollar store. <laughs> My mom is down to earth, but she definitely isn't that level of cheap. <laughs> that's a very uh yeah that's a very uh, a great summary that's a, and you're very comfortable too because i watched one of your interviews that you your your mom sent me on when you did some news show you seem very comfortable talking and and, and being in front of people and and discussing something uh is that something that kind of clicked quickly once this came out or did you kind of always have that i feel like i kind of always had that 
Um, it's kind of like natural for me, I guess. Like, I was definitely nervous before, but the minute like the camera like turned on, I was like fine and comfortable. When I was younger, I was definitely more shy, like in front of the camera and stuff. But I feel like it got better. Plus, you guys did TV already. You, yeah, you, yeah, I like grew up with it. And you did uh, what was it? The tournament of laughs. Tournament of laughs. You guys were all in that sketch yeah, with yeah. your fought, which was fun, I guess. Yeah, I made up some of the ideas. So. Did you really? Yeah. And he just kind of went with it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's that's nice. Far more wholesome than your tournament of laughs. Yeah, material. mine was humiliating. It was just embarrassing. As a character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, have you, and, and have you met most of your dad's friends? Yeah, a lot of them. Like, Jeff Ross is like a really close family. Yeah, he loved your dad. Yeah. And Penn Jillette? Penn Jillette, yeah. He was in my movie, so... Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he did. But did he? What? I don't remember what he did. But I did. He, he just did like a. We just had like a little interview on him, and he talked a little bit about my dad because he knew his artwork. Oh, he was aware of it before. Yeah, yeah. So, is this something that you wanted? What, what else would you do a documentary on? If, if like this obviously is doing very well, and people are probably going to say, "Hey, do you want to do anything else? What subject would you want to do?" Um, I feel like his documentary, like his like personal documentary on his life definitely had like a lot of like personal information about him but i feel like i could go like a little bit more in depth about my experience oh okay like, so as his kid yeah plus you're older than when the documentary came out so you're you know like you yeah, probably have a grasp yeah. on what you'd want to say yeah yeah i have a perspective of like normal home life right like this kind of essence being the patriarch of the home that's it's interesting I agree. Yeah. Well, look, Lily, I mean, it's really, let's give the proper plug here. Um, I want to make sure, I, again, I'm a half blind fool. Let me see. I was going to say, when you were like, I'm going to give the proper plug. I, I know, and I, I realize it. my arms don't go out any further. <laughs> Stupid fat old man. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, wait, okay, uh, let me plug this. Uh, the family is also selling, they're selling limited edition prints of Gilbert's original artwork on the website. Now, they're limited to only 300 copies, and it does uh, have a certificate of authenticity uh, signed by Dara, who is, of course, Gilbert's wife. And uh, there's three different pieces. There's Chico Needed the Money, Fishing, and Mo Larry Curly. They were created when he was a teenager. Wow, a teenager in the 70s and were discovered by Dara when they started dating in 1997. Dara, I'll, can we jump, grab you for one second? Yeah, sure. um, uh, uh, you and Gilbert... Started dating in the in in the nineties. How did you find his artwork? Did he show it to you as like something he was no. proud of? No, 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 no. I was in his bedroom helping him clean the house because it was a disaster, and I looked under his bed, which was absolutely disgusting, and I found them stored under his bed. How did you guys meet? We met at a Grammy party at Tavern on the Green when the Grammys were in New York in ninety seven. And you February twenty sixth, nineteen ninety seven. And explain the story. Explain the story. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe you could be an interviewer when you get older. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, great job, Lily. I'm very Thanks. proud of you. Um, I was at the food table, and Gilbert was invited to the party because he would go anywhere where there was free food so we were in line and I dropped the food that they gave me and he picked it up and put it on his plate <laughs> and I looked at him and I thought oh my god who is this weird guy putting my dropped crap food on his plate and he looked lost and he said he was meeting his friends there and he didn't know where they were yet so 
he came and sat at my table. And was that a line, or was he actually waiting for friends? He was waiting for friends. Okay. Yeah. Right. He's the first man in history to ever meet a woman by picking up her dropped food. <laughs> that's what that's you know. The it's first the time one. that's yeah. ever happened. That, that's how you know. And what was it about him that you did? You just did you like the way his brain worked when you first met him, or did you like this guy is extremely interesting? Um, to he, I met him, and um, he was he had this like soft, sweet, innocent kind of look to him like puppy dog kind of look like I kind of felt bad for him um, <laughs> but he was sweet and then he hit the first date he asked me out two days later and I thought oh this older man's asking me out and blah 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 and I really didn't know much about him at all um, and he asked me out I got all dressed up and he asked me out and it was the Moonstruck Diner on 23rd Street and we sat down and we split one rice pudding he was too cheap to buy two <laughs> I guess there's something romantic about splitting a rice pudding and then he walked he walked me home it was very sweet he walked me home and he told me like an hour of turtle jokes and I just thought squid and turtle jokes and I thought this is the most bizarre date I was just it was refreshing. It was refreshing to have someone that didn't care about social norms, that was so odd and different, but sweet and funny and... But imagine his perspective. When you found somebody that will put up with you splitting a dessert and then telling an hour <laughs> of turtle jokes. Yeah, he must like, have. He, he hit the lottery. <laughs> yeah, he hit the lotto. <laughs> now, Lily, when you're growing up, who was who the, the disciplinarian in the house? Like, if you were, if you screwed up, who were you more worried about? My mom, 100%. Oh, yeah. My dad never got mad. He didn't. Like, maybe, like, one time if there was a buildup of, like, my brother fighting, he would, like, get mad. Like, I've probably seen him, like, scream and get mad probably two times in my life. Wow. He didn't. It was always my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't seem like a guy who would hold a grudge. Like, he didn't seem like a guy, if he was angry, that would stay angry for a week. He seemed like a guy that no. would kind of let it go quickly. Yeah, he does. Yeah. We never fought. You didn't, right? Never had a fight. Wow. No, never fought. If you had conflict, would you just would you be comfortable just talking it out, or how did you deal with it? He wouldn't talk it out. I would talk it out, and then we would make a joke and laugh. Okay. <laughs> but was he a good listener? Yeah. Yeah. Was he a good listener? Yeah. He yeah. listened. Yeah. He didn't say as much, but he listened. No, he, he doesn't say anything. Okay. But what about, okay. the time, what about the time that he forgot that he had a kid? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. When Lily was first born, I was at the gym, and I called him because was, she was napping, and, and I called him. I said, how's it going? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, how's it going? Are you at home? You know, how's it going? Lily's napping. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I left the house. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. He was gone. He left. <laughs> he's like, I'll be right home. I'll be right home. <laughs> <laughs> One time, like I said, make sure, make sure she goes to sleep, blah, blah, blah. And I go out and I came home and you're like, you know, three years old, whatever, up at like eleven o'clock, eating potato chips on the couch with it. Or the time that he, you were crying. Do you know about this story? You were maybe you were crying, and he, he just was like, "Just go to sleep, go to sleep." <laughs> and finally, he went and he he went to check on you, and and I guess he had dropped his glasses in your pajamas, yes, in your onesies, yes, left it. They were in in the leg of your pajamas <laughs> he probably they probably were he, they were on it he probably didn't notice it, put them on and just sent you to bed with and then when he let me like draw all over my legs oh yeah he was watching TV and she was sitting on his lap and he wasn't paying attention and she took a pen and drew all over herself and he had no clue he was watching TV the whole time did he ever yeah was he was by the he, way that moment of realization that's the beauty of it when like 
your wife gets home and goes like she's sitting on your lap and she's drawing all over her legs and you as the guy have to go oh that's oh, exactly oh. what happened <laughs> like, like you have to somehow justify she is oh, <laughs> oh uh. so was he would, would you like would he give you advice about things or was he more like you, you would just listen to a problem or um, like if, you, if there was something you wanted to know would you be more likely to go to him or your mom um, like about what? Anything in life. In school, you're having a problem with somebody or you had a crush on somebody or you didn't understand something, uh, you know, a problem. Um, I would go to my mom for like the realistic information and I would go from <laughs> to my dad for like the jokey kind of like funny I just want to hear what he'll say to this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well the things he did help you with like when, when you were studying you read you read Frankenstein oh yeah school. he helped he got me with really that excited. he was yeah, really yeah, excited yeah. about that was that required reading in school yes that's when you like submit a 200 page book report that was supposed to be three pages <laughs> yeah. long because it gave you way too much information it was in like 8th grade and we like had to read it out loud during class so it was fun did, was it funny or was it just really, really thorough? Thorough. It was thorough? Yeah. Did you it like the book? It was complicated. It was really yeah. complicated to read. Yeah, it seems like it, right? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever read it. I mean, I've seen the film, but I've never actually read the book. Did you like the book or ultimately not like it? Uh, Half and half. Yeah, I guess it's kind of cool because it's a monster, but if you're forced to read... Anything you're forced <laughs> to read... I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a monster, but it's still a book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of it. I mean, like, Dracula's interesting, but you don't want to be forced to read about it. Um, what would you like people to learn from this? Uh, like, if you could pick one thing that people would walk away knowing about your dad. Hmm. Probably that, like, he, ha like, people always have, like, two sides of them. Like, you could be, like, this one, like, really outgoing person, but also have this, like, sort of shy and sweet side to you. So, I guess, like, that, like, with every person, you're going to find, like, multiple things about them that you didn't know from before. And I guess, like, don't have this, like, super, like, like, strong first impression on someone. Right, cause because there's definitely more you can learn about people. You, you're seeing one side of them, and uh, yeah, there's a whole other part that most people yeah. don't see. And I guess uh, as we, uh, I guess our show is ending soon. But you're going to uh, Europe, I think. Your mom said. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. What are you going to do there? I'm going on a teen tour to France, Italy, and Switzerland. Oh, awesome! Yeah. You haven't been yet. I've never been to Europe. Get your passport. Yes. No. Okay. I, I, I like to make sure. That. You know, you never know. People forget things. Who knows? Yeah, that's it's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> I, well, I, I look. I, I, I'm a traveler, so I like to make sure people. Yeah, and a carer. Thank you. Yeah, that's what it is. Thank you very You're much. A carer. Well, Lily, this is uh, was great talking to you, and I really did like this a lot. I saw this, and it's really well done. Uh, GilbertGodfrey.com, TheHiddenTalent.org, or on YouTube. Uh, it's it's called the Hidden Talent of Gilbert Godfrey. And uh, you can also go and buy one of those original art uh, uh, prints. Uh, really, really great stuff. And uh, you should Are be very you, proud of you this. you a Taylor Swift fan? Yeah. You I didn't go to her concert, though. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's tough to get tickets. It's a hot ticket. Well, I didn't know. Did she try to get tickets and couldn't? Or she was ticket? just like, uh No, I was just like, eh. Okay. She went to see Cigarettes After Sex, yeah, though, right? Yeah. What's that? It's a band. It's cool. She's got amazing she's cool. taste in music. Because oh she's cool. God. Yeah, I mean, she likes the Beatles. I can't question anything else. I don't know who. Yeah, the, yeah. You got any any Taylor Swift to put Troy on to? Because he like just found out about a bunch of her hits What's from your like favorite song four or five you? years ago. So, like I said, it's a very late midlife crisis. I don't know. I liked a lot of her 
old songs. I like those too. Yeah. Did you ever hear but Set It old? Off? You ever hear Set It Off? Set It Off. What's it called? Shake It Off. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Shake It Off. Set It Off. Like a Queen Latifah movie or something? <laughs> Set It Off. <laughs> Shake It Off. Set yeah. It Off. I like that one. Set too. It Off. 1989 was a, was a good record, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How old do you like to go back with Taylor Swift? Uh, Teardrops on a guitar? Or not quite that old? Not that old. Right. But, uh... I knew you were trouble? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like I liked her a lot when I was like younger. I was a big fan of her when I was younger, and Katy Perry. I liked all the pop music. But you're kind of maturing. Yeah. Yeah, and your tastes are expanding. Yeah. Troy's going in reverse. Well, yeah, see, I, like, I, I liked tell. the Beatles before. Right, and, and now, now I'm getting Taylor Swift, yeah. and you're just reversed. Who yeah. did That's you all. play in the car the other day? It was Coldplay, and who are these? A couple of the other ones. Um, I don't remember. Coldplay, butts. See, Coldplay's Madden. another band that we. Would I got a Pink Floyd record though. Oh. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dark Side of the Moon. Nice. Yeah, Good. one of the biggest selling albums of all time. Good yeah. for you. It's awesome. Yeah, most people under the age of thirty don't listen to anything older, like Young Coop. There. What did we mention before that Young Coop wasn't to familiar with? To be fair, Coop is He's an idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> you know, but he, he didn't know who Dave Grohl was. I say it wasn't true. He did not, and he doesn't know who Tom York is. <laughs> doesn't know who Dave Grohl is. Yeah, and that's he's also. I mean, he's in his he's in his twenties. He's you know. Yeah. He's older than you, he's, but he's 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 not. <laughs> yeah, you know why that we say <laughs> no, no, it's just devolving. <laughs> it devolved from he's stupid to he's dumb to he's an idiot. Like in, yeah. over the course I, of I like don't agree with any half. of that. I don't agree with any of that. I, I no, just, I, no, any no. of it. I agree with one of the three. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. All right, you can go to gilbertgodfrey.com, thehiddentalent.org. Check out this eight-minute short film. It's amazing. Uh, and Lily, it's a it's a great accomplishment. So congratulations. Great job. And yeah, congratulations on being uh, so composed at, at at a very young age. It's uh, it's really impressive and it's great. And Thank you. Yeah. All right, we'll talk we'll, to you again. Yeah, and, we'll uh, take a break. We'll be right back. Thank Stay you. there. It's time to take a break. Jim and Sam will be right back. That my man Zane, number two, baby. This Radiohead. Yep. <laughs> Welcome back, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Thanks to Lily Gottfried for stopping by. GilbertGottfried.com is the place to go if you want to see the doc. Yeah. That they were talking about. And it is they left, so we can say it is legitimately good. Like it really, she did a great job with it. Usually, when guests leave, we just talk shit about their project. No, but like it's it's easy to say when someone's in your face. But uh, the artwork is really crazy and he was it's really cool yeah it's, it's, it's really and cool. it's exactly him you look at it you're like yeah that's exactly what gilbert should draw and it is true i mean he is one of those fascinating people that you just want to learn more about because he was so as like loud as he was he was also so private about his real life he was and he also was he's like i don't think there was a mean bone in his body like, no i never saw him be like purposely cruel to a person no he or, just loved to laugh and make jokes he just That's liked it. he just liked mean jokes 
and sh- and, and, and he didn't even like that they were mean. He liked because they're funny. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, because he liked them because they're funny. You're right. Right. That's all. Yeah. If the whole room was laughing, that's when he was like, that's what he wanted. Yeah. Hey, uh, what do you got, Sam? I was gonna get there oh. anyway. All right. Um, did they do a new? We didn't start the fire. Uh, Why you say oof? I haven't heard it yet. I mean, that sounds like great. You didn't hear this yet? Rock I did not. Troy, did you hear this? Yeah. I didn't hear it. Is it about the issues of the day? Yeah. Age Be- crack Bernie gets. Hey. I'm not, I'm not sure. Who, I think it's a brilliant song. I don't know. Even Colin wants to cut my throat when I say that. I don't know who told Fall Out Boy this is a good yeah. idea. So did Fall Out Boy change the lyrics or just yes. covered uh-huh. yeah. of the issues they of the day? updated uh-huh. the last 40 years. They went from 89 to now. Yeah, I mean they get. Oh, that's great because the, the song came out in '89 and it was basically up until '89. Sure, Marilyn homeless Monroe. V- yeah, homeless vets, AIDS, crack, Bernie gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great song. It covers the issues of the day. Yeah, and I've been waiting for a band to cover the issues of I the day. I was on the show. That's Marshall. <laughs> Billy Joel proved in that song he knew a lot. I, I I shouldn't like that song, but I do. All right. Well, let's see if you like this one. I'm uh, sure I will. You're not. You're not you're already. I don't like your tone. It's not no. a good. It's not setting me up to like this. No. Song. You know what, Jim? You and I, we don't line up on music a lot, so maybe, maybe you are gonna like this. All right. Plus, yeah. it's Pete Wentz, dude. Yeah, and the fat guy with glasses. <laughs> Liam. Oh, he looks like Liam. This is different. You ever hear We Didn't Start the Fire Coop? This is a lyric video so you can follow along. Oh, thank God. Oh, I hear that little pop course. Little guitar in there. Let's see. Oh. Oh, I remember that You're going to hear a lot of uh, shoehorned lyrics. I mean, oh, no. These are just sort of list of popular things, I guess. I don't what? hate it. Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man? That's just a star of a movie. Well, it's culturally. But what, what? That's not a fire. Michael Jackson was in a different order, I think. They, they missed a lot of the 90s. Well, this isn't in order. They forgot 9 11. <laughs> it's not. They're not in order. Pauses. They said deep fakes in the first verse. Yeah, it's, oh, not, it's right. not in order. Billy Joel's was in order. I don't know if it was. Bro, this isn't even news story. Billy Joel's. Just thing. Go all Marilyn way, Monroe's Unibomber. in like the middle of the song. Yeah, Marilyn Wait. Monroe's in the middle of the Joe I, DiMaggio is like the middle. It's not in order. It's just thing. It's just rhyme. Billy Joel's, I believe, is in order. It's not. Okay. Otherwise, Bet you a kiss. I'm not betting oh, kisses. Right, well, now I got it. How about this? I'm not betting kisses because I don't care. How about this? If I'm wrong, I'll quit the show. And if okay. I'm right, you have to let me fart onto your nose. Okay. <laughs> That's a win All for right. me either way. Okay. <laughs> it is mainly... In chronological order, okay. but no, 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 no. Okay, mainly. All right. No, you didn't say okay. You didn't say mainly. You said it is in order. I thought it was random, so Jim was right. Yeah. No, I mean, you just wanted to fart on my nose. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say yes. But, oh, okay. Yeah. So, but it is mainly. Uh, yeah. All right. I think the fart should happen. I don't no, you disagree. Guys, you guys are are I'll make bad your mu- actors. Here. I'll make your mustache hairs move a little. First bit. of all, I didn't even agree with <laughs> this. Is all stupid because 
Billy Joel's song, We Didn't Start the Fire, yeah. is about the insane place that the world is in. Yes. Yeah. And then he tells the story of different cultural happenings. Sure. That contributed to this fire that we're up to. That's right. How we are. Yeah, sure. We got that. Fallout Boy song is just a list of things. They're just saying then like, again, Marilyn Monroe, Joe DiMaggio. Those are just kind of cultural markers. Like they're social cultural markers for like this is the list of important things in our society. There are some very These important things. These are just things. trends. This is just like Pokemon. He said Pokemon, Iron Man, yeah. Iron Man. Harry Potter? They might have missed the theme of it a little bit, yeah. I, I don't hate this, though. You want to hear more? This would be like if Coop rewrote We Didn't Start the Fire. By the way, let's play a little of the original for a second. Just for a second. The opening verse. Okay. And then we'll go back to this. I guess. Because I want to see how much of it is... Well, like, he's got the lyrics right there. No, no, no. no uh, the uh, I want the original... Want he's got the lyrics of the original. No, I know, but it's fun to listen to both. You want me to just play both? What are you about? Going say? back and forth? Just yeah, for a second. Are, okay. Okay. I just want to hear like the first verse or so, and we can go back. <laughs> what song is this? Really similar. Yeah. Let's see. Wait. This is a much better song. Yes, but I'm... there's more integrity to it. Doris Day. He's mixing in like yeah, meaningless cultural stuff with. Where's the meaningless cultural stuff? Marilyn Monroe, Joe DiMaggio. They're like Studebaker. Those are like not, me, but they, they don't. Dude, it's not Pokemon. And no, I, and in the lyrics later, he just says Disneyland. Disneyland's Disney, awesome. Disneyland being made that was a cultural change the whole world. Yeah, right. Iron Man starring Robert Downey Jr. did not have the cultural significance. Well, it was the first Marvel movie that kicked off the MCU, Just because it started phase one does not mean... I mean, yeah, but... I mean, nobody gives a shit anymore. It sucks now. It sucked then a little bit. Yeah, they are just listening. I would prefer if they'd gone in close to order and made sense of it. Or just told any kind of story. Billy Joel did tell a story. Sure. He was mixing cultural with like really important North-South Korea real events like this is what the world has been for the last 30 or 40 years and yeah that's not what fallout boys do. nah they're just kind of listing shit you want to hear but, some more all right you gotta wrap up well, i don't mind this though right. oh Cubs go all the way again nobody even remembers that balloon boy fuck John. you <laughs> fuck you with balloon boy that was a thing for a second <sighs> fuck off like everything in that uh uh, uh, Billy Joel song you remember generations later remember Balloon Boy Coop no, no I do though you do because we were do, put, did it on the yeah, radio it was my it. nickname because I was sick when I was a boy <laughs> I thought it was because you're ballooning up as an old man <laughs> <laughs> Unabomber yeah, Bobbit I'm a John fat cunt <laughs> what's that Bobbit Unabomber Bobbit John like this is a time. oh this no a, did he say Bobbit John Bobbit, and then but he puts the comma in the lyrics video to get away with it oh that's really bad I didn't catch and that Cubs, Cubs go all the way again well that was huge I mean they hadn't at the in, time like, yeah I don't mind but the nobody Cubs. gives a fuck about it today I don't mind the Cubs going all the way no, that, that's that that's culture sick that's yeah it meant something no it's not Bobbit John no it's not you should have said Bobbit's dong Yes, of course, Mike. Where were you? Or found something to Text rhyme with wins. Bobbit. <laughs> you know? All right, let's listen to more. Boy, 
balloon boy. Stranger Things? He forgot 9-11. <laughs> There's still more. And Tracy. Stranger Things is but just a... should have been in like the first Kevin line. Spacey in the movie 7 and then there's 9-11. What's he going to say? Stranger Things is a popular show. Smith, comma, Kevin. <laughs> Metro. What? Metroid. Of, I guess there's a popular game. That's a good verse. No, it's not. <laughs> SpongeBob. What about wait, wait, wait hip hop? He forgot 9/11. And what about he said the war on terror? <laughs> it's 9/11. <laughs> said the war yeah. on terror. And what about Bush? He said ISIS. What about Bush versus Gore? Can we not take anymore? Like what? Well, probably because they the, the election was contested. The chats. And there was a whole a whole thing after the election. Was it stolen? Was it not? And it rhymes, by the way. Yeah. With more. I can't take it anymore. Okay, I think I think we got there towards the end. Yeah, Trump and Biden, I can't take it. It doesn't rhyme. Doesn't rhyme. But if he doesn't mention 9-11, I'm going to fucking throw something at the screen. It's the biggest <laughs> thing to happen since Billy Joel's 89 song. 9-11 should be the first thing. It's the biggest thing to happen. In maybe, the- maybe September 11th, nothing rhymes with 11th. You could say uh, Building 7. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Building yeah, seven control yeah. demolition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mentioned SpongeBob. Yeah, so. playing in the Pentagon. Well, and what about Stranger Things? What just says know, it? Just what about Stranger Things? Maybe he mentions it. I could be wrong. What popular te- the Upside Down? Oh fucking shit! <laughs> Talking to a bunch of lights. Did Billy Joel go Mark and Mindy? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. nano nano. If he just was referencing. Popular shows, people would be like, "What are you doing, Billy? Billy, Billy, right, let's Billy hear, Madison." Let's, let's hear more. This <laughs> <laughs> is a waste of time. Huh? I don't hate it though. No, That's because you like the original. <laughs> yes, I do. That's what you like about this. And you Just love cover songs. Yep. You love cover. I got at least one more verse coming. Okay. No, 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 no. The Texas tip pause. No, 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 no. Texas electric grid failing is not one of the biggest stories in thirty years. No, but I think that's what what gave us that blackout of '03. Am I correct? Or maybe in Texas? No. If you did a sto- power grid, if you did a song, no, the story is that Texas like like privatized their their energy, and oh. now they like they run it themselves. Okay. If you did a song about it the year it happened, yes. Same thing with the Cubs, and I stand by that. But no, in the, the Cubs, last, I disagree. With in the last yeah, Cubs thirty years, the That's Cubs because you wanted to go home during a no hitter. Yeah, because the Cubs didn't. That was when I was a child. That was a big. That was a big. A big story about a city Why didn't who they mention it? Habits? They were cursed. Like, Why didn't they? Nobody, ma- yeah. Yeah. Then where was the Red Sox? Maybe he'll get to it. Maybe where was the Red Sox? Because he's avoiding nine eleven. Like that was like ninety one. He mentioned the, the Boston Cubs Bomber. Yeah. What, what was you? What did you say? Because it's like not long. The Cubs is the longest sports thing I think in that time. What about the Red Sox? Red Sox was a long time too. Yeah. But there's right. a whole chant. That they what about said. John Abbott hitting a no... Jim, John, John Abbott. Abbott. I'm sorry, I'm getting all excited. <laughs> Jim Abbott hitting a no-hitter with one hand. You're thinking about Bobbit John. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Abbott, Jim. 
They hand cut his one. Dick, they cut the guy's dick off. We can't mention the guy with no hand. <laughs> All right, let's see the rest more? of this. Jeff okay. Bezos. What about Jeff Bezos? Stop it. No, 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 no. Pause. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He's not mentioning 9-11. But yeah, he but mentioned Tom DeLonge. <laughs> Tom DeLonge and aliens. I mean, it's not that's not as big as nine eleven. <laughs> Slightly less. I put that on level two if nine eleven was level one. Tom DeLonge and aliens. Are you guys going to argue that one? What you know what? I'm on your side. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> you and I are on the same side here, buddy. Why did you just make this list? It's a, he wrote this he song probably, in two seconds. He Billy threw Tom Joel in because they're friends. I bet. Yes. All right. Billy Joel painstakingly wrote that song. Yeah. He yeah. really took a long time Everything to write had a that meaning. song. And Colin Quinn makes fun of it and it probably still bothers Billy Joel to this day. Everything but 9-11. That's what this should be called. He didn't mention 9-11. How did he forget the biggest thing? You should send this to Colin and see what he Did he even mention weapons uh, of mass destruction? He said war on terror. And it covers just, that doesn't cover 9-11. That's though. just a broad... He mentioned Bin Laden, it's too. The umbrella. It falls under the umbrella. He mentioned Bin Laden, but he didn't mention 9-11. 9-11 is the singular event. And it's, I'll tell you what's, you know what 9-11 is bigger than? The time Robert Downey Jr. started in Iron Man. Is I it agree. bigger than Tom DeLonge and Aliens? Aliens? Yes. All right, hit play. Let's hit play. Uh, Tom DeLonge. We're almost, we're almost, How did he almost, get a singular mention? We're almost, Sam. Yeah. God damn it. Finished. You got me all fired up. <laughs> that didn't even happen. Okay. There we go. There I stand go. corrected. I mean, he fucking saved it at the end. By the way, do you think he is implying World Trade Second Play? What else do I have to say? We know what's going on. <laughs> yes, nothing rhymes with 11. All right, last one. Oh, by the oh, hit pause not. for a second. He couldn't do 9 11 because nothing rhymes with it. That's exactly, second yeah. plane. World what else? Trade Second. That's fine. I mean, World Trade Second Plane. I mean, I, I'm okay with it. It's that. a little shoehorny. I thought there was two other planes. Well, he was just mentioning the you event. Thought, right? He wasn't being the, literal. I mean, you know. We all thought. What about the Pentagon? Yeah, exactly. Are we in Pennsylvania? Yeah. What about the poor people in that Pennsylvania plane? We're not mentioning them. Fallout boy. It'd be funny if he gave five verses to what a, a, a five lines to what a shit mayor De Blasio was. <laughs> <laughs> De Blasio being a shit mayor is a bigger story than some of the stuff in that. Killing song. a groundhog. Yeah. yeah. De Blasio <laughs> kills a groundhog. It goes to Staten Island. Yeah, I did Staten Island Chuck. <laughs> yeah, as a mayor, he sucked all. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm down. Um, left the nest off. All right, we should. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> On a day like today. Yes, what a what a great show. Thank you to Lily Godfrey and of course uh, Dara, who's uh, Gilbert's lovely wife. So support that. If you want, go to Gilbert's website. Yes. We got some vacation time since it's July 4th. We're celebrating our independence. That's right. So we'll see you later. Goodbye. This has been Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Listen whenever you want with the SiriusXM app. Free for most subscribers. Download it today and start listening outside the car.